So, there you go. What's up, Avi? I'm what's Corey. up, man? Heat in the kitchen. Yeah, what's up, Corey? I, I, you know what? You do always say, you know, you got to introduce yourself because everybody knows you from your Facebook page, but how the fuck do they know who I am? Right, especially, well, but also I think you always forget that this is actually like on our podcast page, which we're finally getting like some traction on. So I think like we should probably actually do an intro like as if we're on the podcast. So, welcome to Heat in the Kitchen podcast. I'm Chef Avi Shemtov here alongside Intro's me. overrated. <laughs> here alongside me is Corey O'Leary. Um, first ever Patriots pregame show. Uh, yeah, this is yeah, this is our first ever Patriots pregame show. Um, I guess like yeah, we probably never were on like on a Monday last year, right? We didn't do our thing. No, we yeah, started this not. year. Uh, no, we, we started, started. No, we started right after they got smoked by the Titans. Is that right? Yeah, because we thought it would be like uh, look ahead to the AFC Championship or some shit. Yeah. And yeah. instead, it was a sad. See, we can see. I don't know. Is this a Patriots pregame show or is this a, um is this a Tampa Bay postgame show? Oh, I think it's more a Tampa Bay. Listen, dude, I gotta say, for folks that like, I thought about this this morning. I'm like, this week was a bad week for like folks that are still heavily in Brady's camp and love your man Trump. So like, that's yeah. a. The only thing is, I'll say this: like, Brady doesn't turtle. Like when it's over, like Brady doesn't turtle. Can you imagine if Brady came out and was just like, "I don't accept the results of that game last oh, night." No, what if I'm he, not. That, that game is still. It's no, still. No, actually, uh, what, still what, if he, what if there were pictures of him playing golf all day today? You think you think it would be? Uh, oh, that would be such a bad look. Is this a, this a bad look? You think? What, what if there were pictures of him playing golf? Uh, all day, all like night last night instead. Yeah, because <laughs> that's like that's. They would have scored more points. Yeah, def- yeah. Well, they couldn't have scored less points, really. Um, by the way, I thought I of love that. how they kicked the field goal. Yeah, oh, I know. That's hilarious. I thought of it. Well, well, dude, what about the fourth and one? I mean, they like, dude, what the hell? But anyway, um, yeah. So <laughs> I guess we're just diving right into the Brady stuff. Should we go to the election first, or should we go right into the Brady stuff? Uh, we get to start with Brady. I mean, let's be okay. honest. There ain't shit to talk about with the Patriots. Right? Okay. Yeah. We, well, no, we'll, we'll cover some Patriots. I mean, what did you think of? Um, so first of all, you saw Flacco starting tonight. Yeah, which is much worse for the it Patriots. It is much worse for the Patriots. It's like, it fuck, is. Like, fuck. I thought of that Take too. The the Take the over. Take the over. So, I mean, the thing is, uh, on the Brady thing, I think like we're going to kind of go back and forth and back and forth all season because he's going to have great games and he's going to have not great games. The thing is, I still stand by the fact that like the Patriots are not, in my opinion, as crazy as this sounds, are not. And I think Brady probably saw this writing on the wall. I'm not saying they wouldn't. I don't know. Maybe they'd be three and you know three and four or whatever. But yeah. they're not really a worse team without Brady this year. And I'm not. I'm not saying that that's necessarily. I'm not saying that t- that Cam and Brady are equals. What I'm saying is like this team is flawed on so many levels. They lost so many important players across across the field. And Tampa Bay gives Brady a better chance. I mean, look at the end of the day, they're still what six and. Two, no, six and three. Six and three, but now so they're like, two back in the division. I know, basically. but they're six and three. But the thing is that even at six and three, like that, you're seeing Brady's age. Like you know, Brady isn't falling off a cliff the way that Peyton did, but Peyton got an injury. Um, what you are seeing is that it's not easy to think about this. Every wide receiver that ever came in here, the Ocho Cinco's of the world, the um. Galloway, who was another one, uh, like another late in their career successful wide receiver that came in here? Reggie Wayne. He did Reggie Wayne. The, like make the all, all these guys that came in and like quickly just didn't work out. Right. They were learning the offense that Brady already knows. Like they're just a number in Brady's playbook. Right. Does it, right? There were Shea Caldwell for all intents and purposes. Right. This year is different because Brady's learning it too. So like was it A.B.'s misread last night or was it Brady's misread? 
I don't know. Was it, you know, when Mike Evans, when Mike Evans can't connect with Brady on a play, is it Mike Evans that didn't understand where he was supposed to go, how he was supposed to read it? Or was it Brady? We, we really don't know. And last night was funny because you look at all the weapons they've surrounded Brady with, and it just, it just wasn't making a difference. Like, and, and the reality is they're at their best when they're dinking and dunking to uh, what's his name there, Rojo or whatever they call him, uh, coming out of the backfield, or when, when they were handing the ball off. But they, they really kind of can't do that because they've invested so much energy and money and time into this supposed high-powered offense. So, Well, that's the thing, though, but we've always seen Brady at his best, right? We've always seen him, like Drew Brees, spraying the ball around to everybody, right? Now he's dropping back and sitting there, See you, and, and he's getting pressure, Yep. right? And he's, he's trying to push it down the field, which his arm is fine. But yeah, his arm is fine. Hey, but Dinkin and Duncan, you know, that's his bread and butter. Move the chains, move the chains, move the chains, move the chains. And that's what Drew Brees did last night. Right. But I think that game is much more about the – the Brady Belichick, it's about the Belichick side, right? Because every time we've ever seen them get absolutely lit up to start a game like that, they've always made some sort of comeback, right? They said on the thing last time it was 24 nothing, Tom Brady. They came back and won against Denver. Right. Remember the San Francisco game, that Sunday night game? I think they were down at least 21 nothing, but I think they were down like 31 to 3. You're talking about the one against Kaepernick? Against I was at that yeah. game. I was at that game. It was, and um, they, were down, they came rolling they, way back. And then and then Cat went right down the field yes. and scored to win the game. But, but they were down, but, yeah, they were down they, four scores in came, the third quarter. And yeah. by the end of the third quarter, they had tied. Yeah, no, you know no, what no, I mean? They, yeah, they always showed the fight, right? Different. They yeah. always showed the fight. And, and you know, you might get out. Even the Super Bowls listen, and playoff games, listen, they always we, come we've, back. We've talked about it before here. Arians is there. Okay. He had no answers. As frustrated no as as frustrated as you are, and anybody that's played sports on any level knows this, right? Like even anybody that just like in your professional environment, when you you know working, hard asses are hard to play for. They're hard to work for, but they're holding all the people around you accountable. Right. So when you're a self-driven person and you're an ambitious person, the way that, that say a Tom Brady is like Tom Brady's working hard this morning. Tom Brady woke up, he worked hard, and maybe uh, and by the way, as crazy as that dude is. A B. Well, he's sleeping over. They probably, yeah. <laughs> they probably woke up together. Right, and... exactly. Next to each other, cuddling. But uh, A B probably like came in and. Um... Why oh, you think he's crazy? Yeah, he's crazy. So, by the way, wouldn't you be real bothered during a global pandemic? During COVID, they brought a stranger into their home. Like, I don't understand it. Um, that's why I'm just like Giselle probably moved out. Tom shared a bunk bed with A B. Um, Mike Evans pissed. He wasn't invited over. That's the thing is. They had what, the what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, they're about to they're about to go through such crazy dysfunction because a bunch of these people on the team, it's like you know we're all fans, we're all like oh my god, like you just added a b, oh, yeah. you just added Gronk, you just added all these pieces, you added Legarrette uh, or um, what's yeah, his Leonard Fournette, uh, Fournette, you just added, but the reality is that when you're these are all grown adult men individually who are after their next career move. We're after, so I, I've brought this up many, many times here and, and in other conversations. Mike Evans is tied for the most number of seasons to begin a career with 1,000 yards. This year, he, he was set to break that. These are the things guys like him care about that are going to take them where they want to go individually, yeah, and right. he's not going to get that. No. And, and he's going to look around and go, why did we bring A.B. in? I need more ball. Like I, I thought I was sacrificing I for Gronk. Maybe. Thought, no, trust me, there's not enough. Listen, what makes yeah, these, not a, the ball's not a, there's not enough. What to makes around, these sure. guys great of course. is the same thing that will tear a team like that apart. It yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, no. Absolutely could happen. But I see, I think it's more you know, they get 
they're coming, having a little bit of come to Jesus today for sure, right? Because they're like, fuck, we're fucked with the division now. Sure. Let's get our shit together. But more so, I mean, they're not going to beat anybody if they – it looked like the Patriots yep. all those years where they had no defense and we were like, what the fuck, we can't just rely on Tom. Right. And usually Tom fucking bailed them out. But I would almost I mean? so argue like, that the offense was the worst part last well, night. I mean, yeah. The defense I mean, was four just straight three terrible. And, you can't, and, and they the were defense both was just in terrible spots. Yeah. And um, so – Anyway, yeah, that was a, t- a tough game. I mean, game. Every yeah. all right, let's get, to so let's get to, let's get to your boy Donald. Um, you were right; I was wrong. I said he, I said he was going to win. You yeah, said he wouldn't. Hold on, the election's over. I, I didn't think it was over yet. I thought <laughs> we're still going. So, so let's actually talk about that. Do you actually? Because there are people that really believe that. One of them is the leader of the free world right now. Actually, no, no, no. Um, he there are people. He doesn't actually believe it. So then, you if, guys, you guys spent years telling me he's a liar, right? He doesn't actually believe it. He knows it's over, right? It's better. <laughs> that, I mean, you're not wrong, Steve. It's better for him to have an enemy. The, as he as he moves on and is, uh, if, if he wants to start a network, a TV network, which is the rumor now, right? It's better for him to you know keep this fight going and say he got screwed. Okay, so can we can we have can we actually can we try our best? Yes, go ahead. To have a serious conversation about I'm serious a subject matter. Then, yeah. okay. Ruling. He lost. No. Okay. For, let me let me get to what I want to get to. Ruling the free world. Yeah. Okay. Being the president of the greatest country in the world is a super important job. It's not something to be used as a marketing platform. It's not something to be toyed with. Yeah, um, no, no, hear me out. I, I hear a lot of people that support Donald Trump, and I think that this is sort of like part of the crux of, of even when he does something or has a policy that's a good policy, it's hard for anybody to digest that unless you're an avid supporter of his, is because people who support him a lot of times say things like, Oh, I just love how he riles you all up. Oh, I just love right. that that office is not that's not that's it is it's too high an office. It's too important right. to do that. Um, I like I like having my balls busted by some of my friends. I don't like my doctor, steady hand. my I doctor understand. worrying. Right. Me. You know, that's a different job. Right. Right. So. To me. There are people who are enjoying what he's doing right now. Oh, of course. Because they're like, oh, you know, he's, he's not going to give it. He's sticking it to them. This is democracy we're playing with. Yeah, this but is, listen. This is everything. That's what we're playing okay. with, everything. Okay, but, he lost an election, my friend. Okay, but listen, the same did people you like say people, that, though. Did Hold you on. like people protesting in the streets when Hillary lost? Pro, what do you mean protesting? So Hillary had, there were some Hillary supporters that, were, that took to the streets the day after the last election. They were protesting. Avi, they protested for three years. So Four you, years, but yeah. Uh, but, like... This is why people... You know what annoys like me though. about you? Can I be honest with you? Go ahead. You don't answer questions. You just like... I, I asked you a question and you just yeah, go... Yeah, but that's... All right. I didn't protest for no, years. nobody cares about... I'm but, saying but, the day after the election the last yes. time, did you think it was right to protest? I, I mean, no. What does it matter? Yes, it doesn't matter. So I think it matters, personally. And I why, said... Why, though? I'll tell you why. So... But those people protested. Why did they protest? So just because she lost or because it got hacked by the Russians? Right? No. no they, they, they thought they, Donald Trump stole the election okay, four years ago. No. For, they protested. So... Listen, nobody, to the best of my knowledge, nobody thinks that, like, they think that the Russians influenced people, which is a problem, and it's a problem if, if the guy the running was encouraging that. But nobody thinks that, that they changed votes, that they, that nobody thinks that happened. Listen, can I, it's hard Hold to on. have a conversation. Are you sure about that, though? Yeah, listen, this is why, this is, people, ha- it's hard to listen to someone who, like, I, I try to make a point, and you just, like, you're, you're just, it's like. But I don't, I don't agree with your point, though. So then disagree with the point. Okay. But don't go all – you're going like a million other places with it. No, I'm not. I say – you say they protested the election of Donald Trump, right? That's what they protested. Right. And then – And I asked if you thought that was right. 
And then so the far, day, so far, multiple times you've told me uh, like you've derailed us. They can protest all they want. Anybody can protest at any time. Okay. I, I have no problem with anybody protesting. Okay, so so, all right. In the streets. Okay, in here, the streets. So here's where I'm at with that. I you, everyone can do whatever they want within the, the bounds of the law. Right. That doesn't mean that you should have no problem with it. So for example, you can wear whatever you want. You if you wore a T-shirt that said Avi Shemtov sucks. You have the right to wear it. I can't do anything about it, but it doesn't mean it wouldn't bother me. After the last election, I saw people that supported Hillary Clinton all over this country protest in the streets. And I said on, on any social media platform I had or whatever, I said it's unbecoming of a, of a democracy to be in the streets protesting the results of a, of a democratic election. Right. I believe that. So all your all your go over here, go over there with this, that doesn't matter to me. But those people don't believe it was a fair it, election. So it doesn't – no, no. Okay, again, this is where – the single greatest thing about not electing Donald Trump is that a year from now, folks like you are going to go back to having normal conversations. Everybody believed, everybody believed that Donald Trump won the Electoral College last time. There's not a soul in this country that believes Donald Trump didn't win the, the Electoral College last time. That's um, not true. By the way, there's not a rational person that thinks that Biden didn't win both both the Electoral College and the popular vote. The issue I'm saying is we need to get back to a place in this country where we accept democracy. Of course. You lost the election in 2016. If you're a Hillary supporter and you go out into the streets and you protest the guy that just won, you are cutting down at what a democracy is. We all threw in a vote. Whatever it is, we're supposed to back. Okay. And to your point, we spent four years combating the leader of our country exactly. to our own detriment instead of, instead of trying to sway him. And when I say we, I mean, I, I, it doesn't matter what the common people did in this case. I don't think that influences him. Democrats spent four years fighting him at every turn. I joke sometimes that if Donald Trump woke up one morning and cured cancer, Democrats would would say that it hurt the economy. What about AIDS? Right, or, or that it hurt the economy. That, well, by curing cancer, you're hurting the economy. Right. And now Republicans do the same thing, back yeah. to Democrats. And so the issue that I have is what he's doing right now, I find, uh, hey, Rich, I would do, Rich says he's going to make a, uh, uh, he's going to make a fucking Avi Shemto sucks t-shirt tomorrow. I believe that. I believe that. You, uh, I, yeah, I believe you will. Anyway, the point is... Um, that's, a, that's a rational thought, right? But, like... No, but, but I'm saying, like, and that's what we're doing now is, like, I'm sorry, but, but the guy things, that just lost the election needs to come out and say, hey, I lost that election, and then we need to move past it. You know, at least, at the very least, like, Hillary supporters, I didn't like being, them being in the streets protesting his, his election. But I also don't like that... Uh, I also... At, at least she accepted the results. So but it is she so didn't dangerous. accept the results. That's the whole she thing, did, though. She did, though. She did. She accepted it, and then... Do you agree that the Mueller investigation was based off the Steele dossier? Or do you even know the words I'm saying? I do, but... But, but listen, it's, so you say she accepted the election, but her entire party, all they did was try to undermine him and, and start an investigation that, for the record, it cost $30 million. And at the end of the day, it didn't, it didn't show that Trump was talking to Putin, hey, let's hack the election for me. Every, the, the phrase was... Russia hacked the election. That okay. was the phrase. So, okay? so you can't say, yeah, she accepted it. Yeah, she said she lost. Yeah. But then they spent three years doing it. And now right. you, now those same people are saying, oh, Trump lost. Accept the result. You know there's crazy people. They're not going to just say, okay, okay but, accept it. All right. 
Yeah, protesting the shit. I, I'll be honest with you. Like this is you and you and I. We represent where America is right now. In that, I don't want to have this conversation. Like I'm bored by it. Like because like because you you know what you lack. You know what you lack the ability to understand? Do you know what the word nuance no, means? Understand. You know what nuance means? Yes. You do? Yes. Because you don't seem to understand nuance. Nuance escapes you. How, did, how does it? No, it escapes you. You're like, oh, they pro. She, so, for she example, let go. she let they it go. Accepted, they didn't let it go. They accepted the results of the election and then also wanted it proven, which, by the way, it was proven that the guy that won the election had been actively involved with talking to foreign governments in the pursuit of information against American political uh, candidates, which is bonkers. That is a wrong, wrong, wrong thing to do. And I'll be honest with you, your, you, your voice is gone in a conversation like this with me, and that's where I'm glad Trump's gone because like people, we can start to move past this as friends, not just me and you, but me and any friend I have. Because the reality is I just saw you stand for four years next to somebody who I wouldn't even give the time of day to. Right. And it's hard. It became hard to, to differentiate, like to differentiate between people of character and people of no character because I know people like yourself who I believe to be people of character that sided and stood with someone who is a child molester, is, um, is a serial philanderer, is, is, uh, steals from children's cancer charities. I mean, by all means, is a horrific human being in every way. And, and I couldn't, I'll be honest with you, I could never come to terms with that. Like, I don't know how I could come to terms with that. Do you have a problem with the fact that Donald Trump molests children? I mean, not a fact. Donald, do you believe that Donald Trump had sex with minors when he was hanging around Epstein? No. I'm asking if you believe that. I, I, you don't believe that he did? He kicked, he kicked Epstein out of Mar-a-Lago. Why would he do that? If he yeah, was like after, best like, after like 10 years of hanging out with him. I mean, listen. Are you serious? The Trump and Epstein connection is like so minimal, it's not even funny. Do you think Donald Trump wants to sleep with his daughter? <laughs> I, I don't even know what that's called. So no. Do you, want, do you think he wants to? Did you oh listen God. to the Howard Stern? Why, why would you talk about your daughter like that? Dude, I, all of this matters. All of this matters. All of this matters. How does that not matter? To listen, you, it doesn't matter that a human being went on a, on a TV show and then talked sexually about his own daughter? I mean, he's that a doesn't bother creep. You? I don't know what, uh, like. Yeah, and yet you at some point were willing to support him. Yes, at some point I was willing to support him, yes. I don't know how somebody does that. Okay, but listen, if you want to go through the, the list of politicians and, and where they stand morally. Find me one I support. Okay, so so you don't you hate all politicians then, right? There are there. I mean, what this. about Tara Reid? Who's well, Tara Reid? No, exactly. Who's Tara Reid? Like the actress? Yes. No. See, don't even know. You Wait, don't who's even Tara Reid? The one who credibly accused Joe Biden of sexual assault. Okay. So okay. I, I'm, I'm just you, saying. But, whoa, but whoa, whoa, whoa. have you heard you me mean? defend Joe, Joe Biden? That's the difference yes. between you, where well, you're you, 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 had, you had a choice. You could vote for one or two people, right? And what did I say? I said, it, both I said it here a week ago. I said it here a week ago. I said I'm, I'm voting, and I have issues voting for, honestly, anybody the Democrats pick right now in some ways because I think that, they're, that that party has corrupted democracy with superdelegates, and, it, and it, I find it atrocious having to vote for somebody that further empowers them to believe they can continue to pick their candidates against the will of the people. But, Which they'll keep doing. They do not care right. about. But for me, it came down to party. a vote for bureaucracy. Like, I need, we need people in office who do day-to-day people in office things and not people that go on these crazy tangents. And, I mean, the last four years have been so unstable. And I'm not talking about, like, oh, Americans can't get along unstable. I mean, like, people in our own government don't know what to expect day-to-day. It's, that was too broken for me. 
And so I was, you know, I was willing to accept certain things. But I'm not sitting here and saying that I think Joe Biden's a great human being. I don't know Joe Biden. I don't know enough about some of those, some of those things. Do I believe that Joe Biden... I mean, look, Bill Clinton was, a, a, by a lot of accounts, a great president and was a really atrocious human being in a lot of ways. I've never, you won't hear me defend Bill Clinton. Um, I don't know anything personally morally wrong with Obama. I've actually never heard anybody accuse Obama of anything morally wrong. I mean, I don't know. If you know something, go ahead and throw it out. I mean, you act like I'm some, like, I, I've never I've never been on Breitbart's website, okay? Like, <laughs> I would hope not. Like, I'm just saying. Like, I would hope not. But here's the thing, right? So you're just blossing over the fact, though, that they, they literally, like, tried to impeach him over stuff that, was not impeachable. They didn't try to impeach him. They impeached him. Yeah, they impeached, they impeached him. him. Over, over a, a call that they put out the transcript right away, and it's like, no, you can't impeach somebody for this. This is not this Well, they is did. Just a look. Yeah, throwing him out of office, right? If it was actually something, and you, it's not a party line thing, right? Because somebody will get thrown out of office across party lines, like Richard Nixon. Okay? So it's not like, oh. <laughs> yeah, Richard Nixon. No, but if, listen, if that's no, the I hear point, you. though. If Watergate happened now, yep. we wouldn't even think about it. It would just be another fucking scandal. Right, it, w- it would not even be a thing. If Watergate happened under Trump, Trump it, it, would wouldn't not, have be- it, it wouldn't have made the top ten. It wouldn't have registered. made the top ten terrible things that that guy does. Right, exactly. So then he calls for violence against journalists. Yeah. He has, he has. You can laugh if you want, man, but he has. I've heard it. Like I've heard it. We can play it. Oh my god, I've also heard journalists cry. Yeah, I've heard journalists cry. Like what? this whole week. Yeah. But in fairness, like, this is what you do. This is where, like, you, you further devalue saying, your own ability to make an argument. No, you can't. So I just said you that he calls for violence against journalists, and you said I've heard journalists cry. I mean, uh, okay. He's, uh, there's been a lot. Listen, Trump has changed his mind. It can, can we just – well, we let's have a conversation about debate. When, did you think when you said, I've also heard journalists cry, did you think that that was a response to what I said about Trump? Did you think that that in any way what mitigated he, what I said say, about Trump? Hold on. What did he say, what, like, he called to kill – Journalists or what? No, he called for violence against journalists. In fact, at one point he said, and I'm going to paraphrase here because I don't have it in front of me. He said something to the effect of, we sh- I would like to punch him in the face about a journalist. He said multiple, multiple things many times. I mean, these are things I've seen him say. They're not like me reading an article going, oh, my God, I think Trump has said bad things or called for violence against, uh, against journalists. I've heard him call for violence against journalists. Right. I've heard him. So here's the thing, though. I just I, I don't want to make it seem like it's like, Half the country is one way, half the country is the other way, right? Like, so you for sure think Donald Trump's a racist, right? Very well could be a racist. I don't think – I think Donald Trump's a narcissist. Okay, but I'm just saying. I think he does things that are very, that are very detrimental to people of other races than him and doesn't care. But I don't know that Donald Trump – I don't – let's put it this way. I don't think Donald Trump hates black Americans any more than he hates me. I think Donald Trump is a narcissist. You don't think. I mean, he's a narcissist. I mean, right. not, but like, but yeah. so, I mean, all we... Do you all see we, how you asked a question, made a point, and I responded to it? Yes. I didn't just say, well, I've so, actually heard people cry. I've actually heard racists cry. But, I mean, this guy gets the second most votes in history, okay? Yep. So, you're telling those yeah, people... Yeah, like, almost, almost within four million of the other guy. Yeah, exactly. They both... I mean... It, should he get credit for uh, you know bringing democracy back? I'm being sarcastic, losing by like four million votes is a lot of votes to lose by. Uh, well, not if you go by the electoral college, it's only a couple hundred thousand. You know, I mean, that's if you look at the map, right? It's all it's all about the certain states, right? So do, hold on, do you think the popular vote should should be be all end all? No. 
Okay. So you like the Electoral College? Uh, I would like a compromise, honestly. What I was thinking is, I think every state, I think every state should work the way that Maine and um, the way Maine and Nebraska work. I think that there should be a way to divide up along congressional districts or whatever. Um, Because I do think it's a little goofy that, like, in theory, in theory, you could win almost half the states, lose all the rest of the states by one vote. And lose the election. Like, I do think that's a little goofy. Um, I also think that we, like in Massachusetts or in D.C., all the votes are going to go for the Democratic candidate anyway. So if you did it more like Nebraska and Maine and split it up, they'd still get all those votes. Whereas, like, in places, when places start to change, like Texas, um, you know, or Arizona has changed quite a bit, but it's not. It's not overwhelmingly Democrat. So like, yeah, but the more people move from California, it will be. No, agreed. But my point is, but like, so, so to think that like one vote in Trump, that could Trump could it. lose by like a thousand votes somewhere and not get anything or Biden could lose by like a really like, I, I think it disenfranchises. I think, and by the way, I think that it, I think that it really, it, it, it disenfranchises and it also de- disincentivizes enfranchisement because a lot of people whether you're a Republican in Massachusetts or you're a Democrat in Alabama, you, you don't even think your vote counts. And so to me, a better way would be to be like, all right, well, if they hit a certain point, then, you know, it should be. So, like, maybe a state that has 20 delegates yeah. does, you know, one, one guy what, or, or like even 12-8. Yeah. Like the truth is, if it's, listen, if it's 50.1 to 49.9, 12-8 is very fair. Right. I mean, you know, like almost, listen, the Democrats do it. It's called superdelegates. Like just have like some bonus number. Um, it's, you know, I don't know. I, I do think, I do think there's an argument that if you take away the electoral college, no, we you will worry about the cities only. And that's it. Well, I mean, what, you just campaign in every city. <laughs> right. And, that, and that, that is what would happen. But at the same time, it also is goofy that the back, the converse is what's happening. So if you live in, like, a really rural area, your vote sort of counts more than if you live in a city. No, it doesn't, though, because you don't have as many electoral college votes. Right, but you have less people to vie for. And more importantly, you have a lot of people that, that look, act, work, have money like you. Like, everyone's kind of the same in certain areas. So to me, by the way, that's more, even more reason to do a split up is that, like, in cities, not everybody's the same. And so... To, like, have it be that, like, okay, if, if, you, if 51% of the people go one way, then it's going to go, like, that's, I don't know. I, that, listen, it's going to lead, it leads to the kind of divide that we have now, where nobody is incentivized to compromise. You're just incentivized to bulldoze anybody that you can. Because as long as I can get one, two more people to agree with me than the other guy right. or the other woman, then, um, then I get it that way. And, and I don't, you know, I don't like But that. listen, I think it's just missing the point to be like, oh, Trump should just... <laughs> Just pack it in and whatever, because a that's not it's not what he's gonna do, so it's not even worth talking about it. But b it's like yeah, so I you say you see um you know pack it in pack it in, but it's like all right every vote counts right. So as soon as he takes the lead, as soon as Biden takes the lead in Georgia, it's all right let's call this let's call this thing. Well, what about all those military votes that haven't been counted right? And just 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 things for optics right. Why would the Attorney General of Pennsylvania? Three days before the election, say, if every vote is counted in Pennsylvania, Trump will lose Pennsylvania. All right? Like, so then when you're running the election, 
right? And I go to bed, and, and Pennsylvania is up by, uh, Trump is winning Pennsylvania by 700,000 when I go to bed, and then I wake up in the morning, and he's losing, right? For all the crazy people in the world. Yeah, but anybody that could do math knew that. So, like, when he was up 800,000, I did the math, right? And it's at 1 in the morning. So he was up 800,000 votes with 1.8 million mail-in votes outstanding. Right. He was winning mail-in. Well, by the way, hold on. I thought the post office was not, not doing mail-in ballots. I thought, they were, I thought they were burning them all or, or taking mailboxes away. I mean, they delivered. That was another scandal that Trump ran. So, again, they, I don't want to do this. It's not fun for me. But it's not fun. But it's just, this it's, isn't fun for me, the, Corey. It's the Corey, I'm just so glad that the election thing, went this way because every single you guys thing. have lost your damn minds. Like, no, no, no. You lost So can we, can, we, can we speak calmly and normally? I'm, I was the speaking post office. The, the accusation. Was it a fake scandal? The accu no, it was, it was incredibly accurate. So, and the best part about it is then when, when Poopy Pants there lost his debate or lost his election, he cried about the very thing that he created. You know why these votes are coming in so damn late? No. Because he fucked the USPS. Wrong, wrong, wrong. No, 100%. Wrong, wrong, wrong. wrong, wrong, wrong. 100%. No, that's wrong. No, it's, it's, it's not. They delivered the, every mail. No, some of those states, you can't even open them until 8 o'clock at night. Correct, but like Nevada. They still have ballots coming in yes. that were postmarked before the election. Yes, dude, and they can also deliver them after the fact. Correct, as they. But they my, could, even if they were postmarked by the but, election. But my point is the crying about why did this take so? So, like the argument. So, okay, look, can we just let's let's take let's take you through some logic here. What does the time that you went to bed and how many votes he was up matter? Why was he up so many votes? Because they said, all right, we're going to stop counting tonight. Right, no, no, but, but my point is... So they said we're going to stop counting. So the only, the, morning, the only argument by Donald Trump or anybody who supports him has been no, well, no, he, no, that he was lost. up... No, I, I understand you know that in the end he lost, but my point is even in here, in this conversation, you referenced, you made the same argument he's making, which is that he was up a lot and then, it came, and then, it, then why was he not up in the end? Because he stacked it such that all the votes he was going to get came in right away. And then he had to sit there and watch his lead get eviscerated by mail-in votes, okay. which he was losing. He was winning 11% of mail-in votes, Corey. Yeah, no. I by understand. design, because he asked all his supporters right. to go to the polls. Okay, so tell me, does this question need answered before, before you, you know, decide an election, right? So in Michigan, now this is from Michigan County itself, has nothing to do with Trump. Uh, the software glitch that gave 6,000 votes for Biden in one county instead of Trump, right? That same system is used in 47 different counties. Okay. Okay. Should that be looked into, oh, did the same thing happen in, in every single county? Or did that, so, did that software get updated properly in all these counties? Okay. Should that, I mean, should it be, should that be investigated? That's literally votes changing. I don't necessarily, so I know nothing about what you're talking about, and I don't necessarily believe that's accurate. And the person no, it's that from just. The, it's, from the, it's from the Board of Elections in Michigan. It has the, nothing to do with politics. And you're, so the problem is that the person that just said that to me told me that that guy lost, but. If I thought 600,000 votes no, got no, stolen. No, 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 6,000. Six, oh, 6,000 votes? 6,000. But that's only one place, though. Yeah, I understand. The same system is used in 47 other places. Right. Well, so I think that the, I guess I would go down this road. Because like, it seems like there's a lot of issues with the way our elections are done. Yeah. But at the same but time. They, but these people should run healthcare. But, but at, the same time, it, at the same time, it's a question of like, well, they, that, that's, there was probably the same problems in the last one. Probably the same problems in the last one. Probably the same problem. No, we'll just let one. it go then. No, no, we should try to fix it, but we shouldn't make it. We should try to fix it in between elections, not make it about like. So the problem is the reason we don't fix it is, 
Yeah, but that, shouldn't we look at it now for the election that happened last week? How many votes got changed? That's a valid question that, okay. that needs to be answered. So I think that Trump should come out this afternoon or this evening. He should concede. And then he should be like, but hey, with this all done and me, no matter what, not becoming the president, um, I do think let's go count those just to see if we can fix this for the next one. I'll support him on that one. Yeah, sure. Guess what? He's, he's not conceding. He just. Are you embarrassed by that? Are you embarrassed that he won't concede? I, no, I don't care. He lost the election. It's over. But are you embarrassed that, that he... So, do you know how Adolf Hitler's life ended? He died? How? Did he hang himself? No, he shot himself. Shot himself, uh, yeah. In a bunker, like a pussy. Yeah. Like a soft little bitch, right? Um, it feels like... It, it just... I it, Listen, it's not the same, and I'm not, by the way, to anybody that's going to go nutty, I'm not comparing Trump's run to Hitler's run. It just feels like... It just feels like... This is your leader. Like, this is your king. It's like when he lost, this is how this guy's going to go out. It makes me look at all these Trump supporters so much softer. Like, really, like, that's your, that's your guy? Like, that's who you backed? That's who you took to the streets? Do you know how yeah, embarrassed that, I would be as a grown adult man? That would be conceding. As a grown adult. No, no. Conceding would be the grown adult brave move. That wouldn't be the pussy move? No, the pussy move is not conceding. It, it's because we you know you know he lost. I know he lost. We all know he lost. Sitting there and like pouting and 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 you know it's 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 childish. It's sad. It's it's pussy. It's really it's 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 embarrassing. I'd be embarrassed to be siding with this guy. But we already said he's a narcissist, right? So right, he's just trying to set himself up for seventy four days from now. That's all you know. What I mean? To do what? To start a network to go against Fox News. If or some you shit. watch that network, you are softer than he is. Like. This dude should be dead to Listen, everybody. I, this I dude won't it, I accept it was, I it was the election. Unit. I thought we were trying to work with unity, though. 70 million people voted for him, right? I thought we were trying to, I thought right. we were trying to bring unity. So I'm down to work with them. I'm just saying if you continue, like, those 70 million people should be embarrassed by his behavior now. If they weren't embarrassed by his behavior for four years, they should at least be embarrassed that now he's turned coat and been soft. Like, he could have come out there and he could have said, Listen, I got 70 million votes. This is how democracy works. Sucks, but hey, we're gonna keep fighting. We're not gonna we're not gonna let you we're not gonna let you just because you won the election make all these changes. We're you know blah 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 blah. Instead, he's 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 like saying that he won it. I think he tweeted yesterday or two days ago. Still, I won this election big. Yeah. Once he got off the golf course, listen. He he knows so it's over. So embarrassing. He knows it's over. Okay? So embarrassing. Listen, his campaign his campaign booked the press conference at the Four Seasons. You heard this? Yes, I know. Okay. This is amazing. Yo, it's a clown show. It's over. It's fine. It's over. Right? He, it, the fight is all for show. It's all for 74 days from now. It has nothing to do with him winning the election. Nothing like that. Although those other answers do need, those other questions do need to be answered. Because we can't just have these elections where it's like <laughs> not transparent. Right? You gotta have everything. Gotta be buttoned up. I think we need full on. Federal rules for every state so these little fucking fish can't do whatever they want in these little states and try to decide elections themselves because it seems like it's pretty ripe for fraud just in general because every state has different rules. Every county is all fucked up. You don't know who's running what, right? So federal rules, every election, you gotta, if you want to mail in your ballot, do it by October 15th. The post office will deliver it. I don't know. You want people making their decisions three weeks before? I, I don't think you can send in your ballot on election day and then expect the rest of the country to wait four days. You know, it's tough because it's like 
right, like we don't we don't want to sit here and wait, but at the same time, like if you're running in an election, you want you want to be able to help, you want to be able to impact what who like who's going to vote for you right up until the last moment. Of course. So but then you can go to the polls then. If so like imagine so like if you somebody go to the polls. Yeah, but like if this somebody was different. So can you imagine but... somebody casts a vote on October 15, right? And then it comes out the Trump pussy video. Uh, Grab a woman by the pussy. Sure, or like or something more impactful even. Something like so he, for example. That wasn't impactful. For example. I mean, no, but my point is like so that's the thing about like this is where like I'd be so much more proud to be me than you in this sense because like you sit on the side and like you you kind of play this role like you really come across like a lot of Trump supporters me like I'm in the middle like I'm I'm not liberal like I'm not no that video when I said not impactful that video didn't sure and I'm and I'll take that heat but like when I say more impactful like that video didn't it, Make we, him lose it, the election. And it was who he was. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it was one of those things where, like, if you already hated the dude, you were like, oh, my God, look at this. Ha, ha, you're going to support that clown? But no one was like, oh, my God, I did not know that this man, as opposed to, so, for example, and now let me, there are legitimate ways to defend Donald Trump. I don't do it. I don't believe in it. But there are legitimate ways that an intelligent person can try to defend Donald Trump. For example, about it, for example, did it's you see what came out today? The vaccine? Yeah. And I was like, I saw that and I was like. Why should he get credit for that? I'm not saying he should get credit for it. I'm saying people like me held absolutely, I'm willing to admit, absolutely held against him that this talk of a vaccine coming soon was ludicrous. And I was like, this is clown material. And now we see a week, less than a week after the election, that now they release that they're 90% of the way there. And I'm like, that's dirty. Like, I'll call it dirty both ways. That's dirty because you knew that a week ago. You knew that a week ago, and you didn't put it out because if you did, it would have helped this dude. Like, at the end of the day, it absolutely would have helped this dude. Yeah. And I'm not – listen, I, it wouldn't have changed my vote, um, and it didn't – I didn't see it and go, oh, damn it, I wish I'd voted for Trump. But I did see it and go, I don't like dirty politics. That's yeah. dirty because no, you knew that a week ago. Dirty. Like, you knew a week ago that you that, – and, you know, and Fauci called it unbelievable and incredible. And I'm like – that's dirty politics. And the problem is if you'll do dirty shit that way, then I can't trust you almost on anything. So it's like, wait, time out. You, Cause there's no way Fauci didn't know a week ago that they were there on it. Right. So like, so you're looking at it and you're like, so a week ago you played like this guy's crazy. We're, we're a year away. People are saying until the end of 2021. And then it turns out that like, listen, you knew that there was one coming right down the pike. You like, Don't even bother getting like into the, the big pharma world because guess what? The, uh, the faucet has been open, right? And I, I actually kind of – I almost want to blame Trump for that. You lose me with these phrases. The faucet has been open. Listen, has the swamp been yeah, drained? How, how, much, how much – Has the swamp been drained? How much money has gone to big pharma this year? Uh, I, dude, I don't no, know. No, 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 I have no idea. You don't even want to know. Was it 30 bucks, 40 bucks? Exactly. So it's it's you know there was a uh, that that drug remdesivir it literally causes li- uh, liver and kidney damage right Fauci called it a game changer, right I think they actually even gave it to Trump right they had data that showed this wasn't safe mm-hmm. that company signed a, a 1.8 billion dollar contract with the European Union 1.8 billion the day before the next day they said oh sorry here's our safety data like it, it just. The money being thrown around to these pharma companies is, is stupid, right? And I think I don't. Even, I, let's not get into COVID because the science, I have a feeling, is uh, changing now, right? Is it changing now that Biden's in? Vaccines here and everybody's good. You're and by the way, no, no, you're no. annoying me. No, let's talk I about said, Cam. No, let's talk about. I gotta Cam. fact check you because you said let's nobody gets the Cam. flu. Nobody gets the flu in July. You said. 
that's wrong. And we have a vaccine. I got to fact check that. Okay, let's talk about Cam. Let's talk about um, Derrick Rose. Look, Look how many people are watching. Yeah, well, let's talk about Derrick Rose. Let's talk about um, Derrick Rose. Yeah, I saw a cool thing about Derrick Rose today. He like penned this like letter about like love and respect, um, like to the city of Chicago, and like talked about like growing up in the hood in Chicago, and it was kind of cool. It was dope. And then I saw his career stats, and I was like, "Huh, I didn't realize." You know that he so he averaged eighteen one this past year. Yeah, for Minnesota and like almost six. Uh, no, no, no. He's with Detroit, and um, he's with them one more year too. And uh, and then and and that's just still his career numbers, bro. He's still averaging eighteen one. Well, like he was on track literally to be the greatest point guard ever. <laughs> like there was a there was a time where he was literally unstoppable. Like, we're gonna bore people. Athletic. We're gonna bore people. Yeah, with we don't want to talk about Derrick Rose. But I do want to say no. But you said something that was oh, fascinating. Did I come right? out of that can? But you said something that was huh? No. <laughs> yeah, you said something that was fascinating, which is um, on track to be the best point guard ever. That's interesting, right? Because point guard out of all the positions, point guard and center are two positions, at least in basketball and maybe kind of in all of sports, where, like, it's really hard to call the best because they're so you can have them be so different. So, like, the yeah. best point guard ever, as the position was drawn up to be, is probably John Stockton. Yeah. Well, but Magic Johnson you'd rather have on your team than yeah, John right, Stockton. Right. It's just that, like – And then you'd rather have Steph Curry. Right, exactly. Right, <laughs> well, right. Not, well, no, it depends, right? Well, so, yeah, like, yeah. you'd rather have Steph Curry yeah, in today's is, NBA than Magic Johnson. Derek Rose became the best. Then it was Steph. Now, you know, now it's – I don't know. Uh, it's just funny because th- that's a position where it's like – like, no one ever goes – Nah, like I don't want a two guard that that slashes, scores, and can shoot. I want a two guard that uh, defends and posts up. Like that never. But point guards and centers can be completely different. And so when you say like, "Oh, that's the best," he was on course to be the best point guard ever. He was on course to be. I mean, he like, won MVP like what? He was like 22, 23 years yeah, old. I mean, but I'm saying, I mean, he was unstoppable. I'm saying he unstoppable. was on pace to become a top twenty player in the NBA in NBA history. Yeah. As a point guard, yeah. but it's just I'm just saying it's an no, interesting no. position because like, like no one will ever even if Steph Curry ended up somehow becoming the best player of all time, yeah. no one would call him the best point guard of all time because yeah. it's like you're either a you're either a flashy dish it and score point guard or like a dish first point guard and yeah, dish yeah. and defend and like John Stockton like for a long time was the career leader in steals. Oh, and yeah, assists, no, no, and so it was like John Stockton was that dude. I mean, was, but can yeah. you imagine what John Stockton? John Stockton in today's NBA would be Kurt Heinrich. Like it'd be, it'd be just I like, like Kurt Heinrich still in the league. No, he's not. I'm just saying he'd be. But that's how <laughs> he'd be thought of. Okay. Just saying that's yeah. how he'd be thought of. It's yeah. just like yeah, he can pass and he can steal. Like all right, yeah, <laughs> like he's, he's very good at throwing in the post. Uh, uh, Karl Malone. Karl Malone was. Um, like, there's another no, example. Like Karl Malone. Is the what third all-time scorer probably at this point? Yeah, I don't know if that's. Yeah, probably it's only. He, he was too. Yeah, and uh, and like Carmelo would be okay in today's NBA. Like he'd be fine. He wouldn't be great. Like uh, I don't know. No, he he's fine. Like, Listen, the problem with that type of player, right? Like that player can shoot threes now. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, and dribble and dribble. Yeah, like, like Carmelo Malone benefited from he was Sierra. right. He was he was sort of Shaq with like a fifteen-foot jumper. And so, like, everyone who he played against was not as strong as him, and he bullied them. Yeah. Um, you know, he wasn't, like, he wasn't, he wasn't Charles Barkley. Like, he wasn't, like, you know, Charles yeah. Barkley's way better for than him. Right. Oh, for sure. So, um, but anyway, yeah. enough NBA talk. That's going to bore the shit out of people. Yeah. Um, about the NBA. Are we going to talk about Cam? Well, I mean, what is it to talk about? It's, he's playing the Jets tonight. Yeah. And I, I already said, whatever, this week doesn't matter. It's all about next week. I didn't realize that they're playing the Ravens at home too. 
So it's like, all right, well, you either have a season or you don't. By the way, the Bills fucking put a spanking on Seattle. Jesus, the man. Bills are. Bills legit. are for real. Yeah, <laughs> the Bills are for real. Like they're and not Josh gonna, Allen's legit. The Josh Bills are for Allen's real. They're not going to win a championship, but but I they mean, are for real. And Josh Allen's good. Josh Allen is good. Well, hold on. They only have two losses. Two losses. So I don't. Uh, actually, they probably play Pittsburgh though, don't they? They probably do. I doubt it. No, because Pittsburgh came in second probably, and so did them. And so did they last year. So they probably do play them. If so, dude, that would, that uh, would be an incredible game. But, well, it's so weird, though. See, it's hard to handicap this shit now because only only the one team getting home field advantage, I think it's just so fucked up. Like, why can't they just go back to the, the two at home? I, I, I like it better with six playoff teams rather than seven. You know what I mean? Like, now it's only one team gets that advantage. It's just kind of fucked up, I think. You know what I mean? Especially when tiebreakers come into play. And a lot of times these teams don't play each other, so they don't have a true head-to-head. And now you're gonna break the home field, the uh, home field advantage yeah. on, on a tiebreaker. Like, eh. just make it two tie. You know, I like two teams getting buys. You know what I mean? Just, I, I don't want a cakewalk for. They do play the Steelers. They play the Steelers on uh, December thirteenth. Dude, eight twenty. That's gotta be. That's a Sunday night game. Sunday night, or maybe do they start the Saturday games at that time? Uh, but I mean, I mean, Pittsburgh still has to lose before that. Do you want to go to that game, dude? Maybe we should go. No, it's a Sunday night game in Pittsburgh. Oh wait, is it in Pittsburgh or Buffalo? Ooh, it's in Buffalo, so there is no, there's no, um, uh, no can't fans. watch it. No uh, fans. That's definitely that's pissing Tony Hold Mara on. off. What? Biden's in office now. Yeah, so there's gonna be no fans anywhere. No, no. Oh no, I thought COVID was gone. It's either it's gone or every everything's locked down. Which one is it? I mean, it's more the latter. Like at the end of the day. No one – I haven't heard anyone argue the, – the crazies on the right have argued that it would be over as soon as the election was over. That it – oh, dude, maybe that's why Trump is, uh, is not conceding is because he doesn't want to, like, let them end COVID. He's like, no. Nah. He's like, you got 72 <laughs> days more of COVID. Dude, the funny thing is that I hear the crazies on the left saying, oh, we need to go back. It's a lockdown, lockdown, sure. lockdown. Hey, have you gone – have you done any outdoor dining since we last sat down? Did I do any outdoor dining? Or indoor dining? Uh, actually, I did do outdoor dining. Where at? I went down, uh, well, it was nice this weekend. I went down to Rhode Island. Okay. Went down to Narragansett. Isn't it funny Rhode Island was on the list of places like you can't go, and now you're the threat. Like now when you went there, like Dude. you, you got to be careful. In, near, down in Narragansett. Yeah. Part of the beer. Down, um, down by the water. Okay. I've never done, been oh, down in Narragansett. It's, it's nice. Galilee Where'd you go? Jerusalem. Where'd you go? Um, Champlain Seafood, Fish Tacos. You got fish tacos. What kind of fish do they use? You've never been to, down to. No, I've really never been in Narragansett. Point like I've had Point Judith. I mean, we carry we yeah. carry Point Judith calamari. Yeah. So good. Yeah, um, I know. You told me this. Um, it doesn't come from China. It comes from an island. It goes to China, <laughs> yeah, that's right. and then it comes back. That's right. Goofy. Um, no, I mean when it's nice like that, just any anything by the water. That's, yeah, yeah. But that's the only place. Yeah. So I did. Could you go with? Wifey. Nice. I assumed. I just didn't want to make an assumption. I don't know. I don't know what you're doing with your life. The side piece. That's what I was like. I didn't know, you know. I don't know if you like found yourself like on. You said I don't know, like it, Breitbart is that a dating site? No, you said something about being on that website. Yeah, it's like <laughs> um, uh, swipe. It's swipe one way. I, I always, by the way, have I you seen? Have you seen? Um, like now, like a bunch of people are like leaving certain social media platforms over this. I just saw like Kurt Schilling posted on his Facebook that he's Wait, leaving. He's going to parlor. Yeah, he's going to parlor, and I guess I don't even know what that is. Can it's you a, tell me? It's right wing Twitter. That literally nobody's going to go to. So it's just like an echo chamber. Pro- exactly. That's the. But the problem is Twitter. Is See, that's not going to be fun for Kurt Schilling because Kurt exactly. Schilling, sure, he enjoys like he enjoys people agreeing with him, but he really enjoys arguing with people. So like, how is that going to be fun? Because no, I'm not going to parlor. Like, we're not going to argue. Twitter's censoring a shitload of things now, though. With like, you can't even make jokes about like 
um, I think fucking Callahan tweeted this. He made a joke about uh, something with the election. When's the last time somebody was on Twitter? When's the last time somebody was on Twitter? Is that a thing? If Trump wasn't on Twitter, Twitter, if Trump wasn't on Twitter, like, are people on Twitter? Like, is that a thing? That's, like, where everybody is. On Twitter? No, I think everyone's on, like, Instagram. Well, Instagram, too. Or Snapchat. All the young people are on Snapchat. I'm not on Snapchat. All the the, uh, political gurus, they're all on Twitter. They're They're probably also on Snapchat. They're probably Snapchatting all their political guru-ness. What about... uh, the okay, so so you went down to Narragansett, outdoor yeah. dining or indoor uh, dining? Outdoor dining, yeah. Have you been indoor? Have you indoor dined at all? I have. Uh, Where? I can't really. Let me think about this. Not anywhere recently. No, just in like the heart of the. No, Where were you I indoor mean, dining? Like, I mean, I I have no problem indoor dining. Okay. I'm just asking no, I'm, where like, I, I want to know I about the experience. But just because I, I just want to know about the experience. I'm not saying you should have a problem with it. Yeah. By the way, I, I posted about this I on mean, Facebook. I mean, if but, uh, was open, I would have no problem eating inside Simca. Like, I appreciate that. I see you guys in masks and shit. And like, yeah. like, what else? Well, that's the thing is that, like, for me... If COVID is everywhere, you can get it anywhere. Sure. That's the way I think of it. So I, I get that. For me, it's definitely... It, it's the size of the space that's, that's a concern for me. Yep. Um, not just, by the way... So it does go both ways. For me, I have health concerns about it, but I also have operational concerns about it. I have concerns about the fact that, like, at a lower... So, like, pre-COVID, like, Simca would do zero takeout orders on a Saturday night, yeah. and that was their best night of the week. Now, even if I were the most, like, risk-taking, like, I don't care at all, I'm going to open to the, whatever they'll let me, I can't do those numbers on a Saturday night, so I have to do takeout. And for me, operationally, with being so small, doing takeout and in-house dining and providing the quality of service that I want to would be really difficult. So... Um, but I don't know. You're not on Facebook, so you don't see this well, stuff. I was but like, say, well, yeah, dude, I was just posting. Brethren, so. I was just posting. Well, I think even in in the restaurant business, it's so divided. Um, and I mean, I think most people probably are with me in the sense that, like, I don't think it's wrong, or like I'm not doing it, but I don't, I don't look at a place that does and think like, uh oh, like no, I think there's a lot of places doing it right. I think there's a lot of places like really taking it serious, um, being safe. You know, listen, there's a lot of places where, let's put it this way. If you would eat raw beef or under burgers at a place pre-COVID, <laughs> you should probably trust them. No, no. <laughs> well, you don't eat, a, you don't eat like, a medium bur- or like a medium rare burger ever? Ever? Avi. What? The only reason I don't, literally the only is because reason of me. is yeah, because yeah. of you. So, okay, so, so good. Like, I'm with you there. Like, if I, I never knew you, I yeah, would yeah. have always ordered a burger medium. If it came medium rare, I wouldn't even care. All right, cool. So then you're doing it right. But my point is there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people that wouldn't. And I'll definitely eat, like, I'll eat beef tartare or I'll eat, like, oysters at places all the time. And to me, different than ground beef, by the way. We don't need to bore people with food safety. But point is, if there's a place that you trust to eat an oyster, yeah. I would trust them now. Right. Like, but there's lots of places doing it wrong, too. I commented, I put this up on Facebook. I didn't mention the place or anything. But, like, there's a place that, like, Stu's been, like, super aggressive, like, publicly about, like, he's on that whole, like, fuck Charlie Baker thing. And, uh, and he's been posting or whatever. And he's just character. And he posted a video, like, to talk about the safety of his restaurant. And, like, he kept saying stuff about HACCP plans. But, like, clearly doesn't know what a HACCP plan is. Because I promise you his place doesn't have a HACCP plan. My place doesn't have a HACCP plan. You don't have to have HACCP. You have to have HACCP plans for items. So you probably don't know what a HACCP plan is. You don't need to know. It sounds like when I ask you who Tara Reid was. Yeah. yeah. So a HACCP plan is, like, a very specific plan. And, by the way, technically, 
I've had boards of health require them of me for very specific things I was doing, and they accepted them for me, even though I'm not HACCP certified. But like technically, you have to go get HACCP certified to do it. Basically, it's a plan that identifies points in which a process and a food process that are super critical and, and comes up with mitigation plans for that. Mm-hmm. So, for example, like say you were brining, say you were curing meat or dry aging beef. Like you would want to take into account that like the humidity matters and like and then you'd be like we you know, your mitigation would be like we have a hundred thousand dollar piece of equipment here yeah, that yeah. sets off an alarm if the humidity is too high, whatever. Right, right. Point is like this place that's like it. it does not have a HACCP plan. And and he's saying, you know, if it, you can trust that restaurants all have their HACCP plans. What? Like, yeah, you think the pizza shop down the street? Yeah, they probably got a HACCP plan yeah, for right. the frozen onion rings. And uh, I don't mean down the street from my, my place. The pizza shop down the street from my place is dope. I love them. They're good guys. Definitely frozen onion rings, but they're good well, dudes. Let's talk about bar um, pizza. No, but my point is. That's uh, not a hot topic. Right, right. But the point is that, um, that like, this dude, he, like, has this, um, he, like, has this platform. So he's talking, and he's, like, doing this goofy-ass video where he's talking about food. You know, he's talking about safety and how he's, like, all we do is make food and clean all day. And he's like, well, you know, he, he points, he's like, we have gloves, we have wipes, we have masks. You think he was wearing a mask during the entire time he's shooting? And he's in his restaurant. So, like, we don't shoot this in Simca because we're sitting here with no masks on. Serving food. And, like, I can't be, no, but just so people know, like, if I'm in Simca midday doing paperwork by myself, I wear a mask. It's technically the law, and, like, technically it's I'm required. There's nothing that says staff cannot, can be masked off when they're prepping. Do you want, like... And again, without getting into whether or not you think as, yeah, right. as a scientist you yourself, yeah. the point is you want the rules followed. Yeah. So, like, if, if our boards of health tell us, if our state tells us I got to be wearing a mask when I'm cooking, they don't mean, like, when you're on the line only. Right. They mean, like, during prep, yeah. during... Inside a building. Right, like, inside, inside a restaurant. Walls. So, like, so, like, we have our front house people, they're there, like, an hour and a half before service folding friggin' napkins. They're wearing masks. Yeah, of course. It was just a weird thing to put out a video in your own restaurant right. talking about your safety protocols while not wearing a mask. And it's just one of those things I'm just like, come on, man. Like, did no one think to say to that dude, like, yo, uh, why don't you wear a mask for this video or let's shoot this out of the restaurant? Like, just goofballs. Well, so the main problem, I think, with, with Charlie Baker shit is it's like you make these rules, but – you have no data to back it up, right? And again, it's follow the science, follow the science, follow the science. What do the scientists say, right? Scientists go by data, though. They, they, they make their decisions based on available data, right? Sure. So when you say restaurants can't be open past 930, well, show me where transmission at a restaurant is higher after 930 than it is at 730. We talked about this last week. The 930 thing is like the first one that really, really pissed me off. It's, it's, so I, up, I saw it's a made-up like, thing. A- I saw a chef in the Boston area um, who's got, like, a, an art space in Somerville. Um, so his name's uh, Louis DiBicari, and he's got a, um, like, a place called Create, where they, like, you know, he's had a couple restaurants in the Boston area. They're doing, like, small plate stuff. A lot of times he brings in pop-ups, and they've got, like, a, like a, a, a gallery, and you, and you, like, eat in the space. And um, he posted something, like, you know, where he gave data the other day, and he's like, look, we're a small place, and so, like, every cover counts. And and this is the thing about the restaurant business is, like, it's not just every cover. It's every round from every cover, right? What makes the restaurant business, especially when you carry a liquor license, which you pay a lot of money for, different is that for him, 
like if he, if you and I go in there with our wives and we order two more rounds, that like we go in there for one round, we stay and we order two more rounds, he might as well like it's like it's like he just got another four top, right? Like we just boom, boom, boom. And he said like he had to go ask eighteen guests, eighteen guests to leave at nine thirty because it closed down. And so, like, those people might have bought two more rounds on a Saturday right, night, right? right. Like, and they're already and, there. Right. And for him, like, especially, like, as a restaurateur, like, in the middle of a pandemic, who's, like, fighting hard to stay open and to make a living for, for yourself, for your family, whatever, you're like, this is such an arbitrary number. Like, if it was something about safety, if it was having to tell, dude walks into the restaurant, and they're like, yo, I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy 10 shots of Louis Thirteenth or whatever, blah, 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 and, but I'm not wearing a mask. I got to ask you to leave. Okay, it sucks to give up that revenue, but at least there's like a, a reasoning behind it, right? But this whole like, you're safe to sit in my restaurant, 9.30 comes, you got to go, and I got to give that revenue up? It's nonsensical. And the worst part is that you can still sell takeout. So it's like, I, there's literally no explanation. Literally and then no have, you, have you seen, have you seen the, the, the things that count as exceptions to the rule? If oh, you're God. taking a walk... If you're out running errands, so I'm talking, time out. What's the point of a curfew if running errands is an exception to the curfew? That's like saying, like, listen, me and you no are- speeding unless you're going somewhere that you'd like to get to fast. Yeah, right. No, like, the hell are you talking about? Like, uh, we, me and you could do this right now, right? But you can't come over to watch the Patriots tonight because, you know, well, unless you want to leave by the, you know, eight minute mark of the second quarter. Or I could run an errand on my way home. Yeah, if you run an errand, no, you're good. Yeah, it's like, but it's like, don't it, stop telling me. No, the that craziest part science is science matters. The, the craziest party part is that me, you, and 15 of our closest friends could go out to a restaurant on Saturday night to celebrate someone's birthday. We can't all sit together, but we can all be in the same room. But 11 of us can't get together in a house, in a private house. So listen, I I pride myself in being right in the middle. So like, my thing is like. I'm not somebody that, like, I don't think people should have the right to not wear a mask in public. Like, you're affecting all of us. you got to wear a mask. Well, but people should have the right to do that. whatever they want in a private residence. Like, if you want to have 35 people over in your living room, Brody, don't lie to me and tell me you didn't. We're not going to do this show together, like, and sit here like this. But you have the right to do it. And that starts to get a little nutty. And everyone on all sides should be like, time out. I can't have 11 people in my personal home. Like, what if we're all quarantining together? Like, what if, like, we've had a bubble where, like, my parents aren't leaving, I'm not leaving, right. my in-laws aren't leaving their house, and my sister-in-law is around, too. Okay, cool, boom. All of a sudden, with the kids and everything, it adds up to 14. We can't eat at my house? No. Like, what's What are people – so, like, I'm going to keep Thanksgiving low-key, but, like, are, is everybody? And then you know what the best part is? I own two restaurant spaces right here, right, right here in my town. Can I have – I guess I can have a bigger Thanksgiving if I do it in my restaurant. You know, again, just so yeah, people don't get it right. twisted about my personal views, that's not what I'm doing. Yeah. But, but like, if Listen, you're... it's all made up. Right. Right? They just make it up. And they say, oh, COVID spiking. We can't be... I don't think they make up the COVID spiking. Right. No, no, no. All right, cool. But, well, a lot of it is PCR tests, by the way. But, I mean, we're testing millions of people every day. And I told you it's seasonal. It, it's definitely seasonal. Sure. It's right. But you can't... I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a governor. I can't be seen to not be doing anything. Meanwhile, then literally what they're doing is not doing anything. If anything, it's hurting, right? Lockdowns, I mean, it's basically been proven that they don't work. Europe had crazy hard lockdowns, and they're having it much worse than we are. And 
even like when you count when you start counting death rate and hospitalizations and stuff right now places that were semi open are doing better like everybody's getting a spike right now because it's because it's seasonal but you can't just make it up and say all right after 9:30 that's when the virus is is going to do its damage oh P- oh i i think it was in it was either Charlie Baker or Gina in Rhode Island that said well after 9:30 people let their let their guard down and, and uh so you just, you just want to police people's personal I mean that personal, is logical yeah, that is logical yeah but you just want to police people's personal behavior right yep. like that's not where we live <laughs> you know what i mean like you should not be telling me how to live my life um no i get that um by the way what was i going to tell you the oh you know what i just i uh, submitted the manuscript for the simca cookbook oh yeah how the pictures come out that's all i care about uh, the, was that not pictures yet, or no? Uh, most of the photos are submitted. Not all of them are. Um, so they they've come out like they're good. The ones that are in are good. We got to shoot the cover. Um, actually, here I'll show you. I can't show the public yet, but I'll show you. Um, they sent me a mock up of the cover, so it doesn't have our photo yet, but it's pretty dope. Why I'm in it? A picture of me and you? Yeah, right. You said our photo. Our photo meaning no, like I know like no photo. shit. Oh wow, yeah, that is nice. Yeah, I do a lot of uh, I do a lot of like we, our, the team. Wait, why are there olives on this? Uh huh. Why not? I'm joking. Oh, but are there? Um. <laughs> anyway, but that was a big that was a big pressure off my back. That's been that's been sort of weighing on me. So I was excited about that. The uh, you had an entire quarantine to get this done. So yeah, the problem for me is that quarantine has my life He's upside working. down. Like, <laughs> well, it's not about working. It's about like, dude, I you don't you don't have kids so like. Uh, your your house gets quieter during co- uh, during COVID, but like for me, like that just means like the kids are home. Like Adley's remote, so like home all day, every day. Oh, do you want to hear some shit? So this, uh, this morning I'm up early, like it's like five. By the way, hold on. While we're still on that, like, sure. Um, it is kind of fun, like, funny seeing the the Democratic operatives doing backflips when. This celebrations in the street, and it's like time to take it to the streets. No, that part is crazy. You know, like, that then, part is yeah. Literally, I, there was some guy said, oh, "Time to take it to the streets." And then there's a picture of the Notre Dame fans uh, still on the field. This is problematic and problematic in a pandemic. Okay, yep. Uh, like, I, you're not a journalist. Don't call okay. yourself a journalist. I, agree that you know that, I mean? that was bonkers. Right, that it, was bonkers. It's kind of funny. Though. That was bonkers. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it, to me, like this is what I'm saying. It's like we need to get away from that being funny. We need to get to where like, no, that's a problem. Like I saw it, and I was like. How are we justifying? And then everyone's like, well, they're wearing masks. Dude, they're huddled in like, they're huddled like it's an orgy. Like, what are we talking about? And like, I'm uh, sorry, but like, if, to me, if someone then on the right says, how the hell is that okay? But, but, but businesses can't be open past 930. Like, Louis de Cabrera has to go up to people who are spending money in his space, socially distanced at their own table and go, ding dong, 930. Right. And I need you to go home before you turn into a pumpkin. But people can storm the streets shoulder to shoulder like a piece of cloth is impacting anything at that moment. Like, I'm not, no, I'm, let's call a spade a spade. Like, that's not okay. Um, so, anyway. Yeah, I want to hear your story. The, uh, oh, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm up early every morning and I was up at like 5.30. And it's just like, you know, it's just the way I roll is like the first thing I do in the morning, every morning is like check bank accounts, check credit card statements. Um, I, mainly just so, like I suffer from extreme anxiety and have since I was eight. So like for me, it's definitely like, really? yeah, uh, you know that about me. I mean, but not like extreme. I don't know. Like, diagno- oh yeah. 
Dude, I, like you didn't get nervous about going to school and shit when you were a kid. I missed an entire. I missed all of fifth. I missed almost almost all of fifth grade. Damn. Yeah, like I uh, I See, used to actually. Where, this is where smoking weed doesn't help you. I so, mean, not smoking weed. Do you not remember? Like the thing for me is it used to fuck me up. Remember? Like I, know, I used to. I, know, I sit there and think that like my face was like fucked up. Yeah, so, but like, this is. But I'm saying now with like actual like scientists like, you know. Yeah. No, I mean I hear you. Like Listen, you can, I'm not. There's shit that can not get you high and and. That, oh, without I mean? a doubt, and no, 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 and 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 there's definitely, there's definitely. I don't. So for me, I've always chosen. I don't know if we want to dig into my. I mean, I'm happy no, to. No, you, no, you no, don't. I have talk to. about. No, I'm happy to. I talk about I mean, it all the time. So I'll get. I, I want to get back to the story. Yeah, I was yeah. going to tell in a second, but but yeah, as far as my anxiety goes, so we. I mean, the thing about anxiety is there's there's no. So when I wake up at three o'clock in the morning, I have like a little a little saying to myself when I'm like in a little bit of a panic. I remind. I always tell myself there's no such thing as stress at three in the morning. Because to me, I, I differentiate personally in my life between stress and anxiety is like one is something that's real and you could do something about and the other is not real. Right. And so I always tell myself at three in the morning, I can't be stressed. So I just I get a glass of water. I count. I, I, I have different tactics that work for me. But when I was eight years old, I started breaking out in hives and they never knew why. And um, and then and then obviously that just made it worse and worse and worse. So when I was in fifth grade, I missed like almost I missed more than half of the school year. Uh, and I was in and out of the hospital, like convinced that I, that something was like that. I, w- I would always think that I had this fixa- fixation on the fact that like my spleen would rupture. It was like this fear I had. And so, and I had this incredible doctor at, at Hasbro in Rhode Island, actually. Um, and I had this incredible doctor, Dr. Harrell, he was an Israeli guy. And, um, he used to like, he was so cool. Like he would talk to me, he would teach me, he would explain to me everything. Cause I understood like that my mind was just like racing. Right. And like, and then I wanted to understand. I wanted to know it. I wanted to learn the information. My grandmother, who passed away five or six years ago, she said to me, like, after three years of this, because my mom would miss a ton of work. Like, it was bad. And she just, like, my grandmother's old school. And she just, like, she just looks at me and goes, Aviron, you need to get over this. You're ruining your mom's life. <laughs> and, like, I do not advocate that for folks that are dealing with mental health issues. But I can say that for me, it, it, it made me sort of commit to an, an idea that, like, I remember thinking the next, through this. Well, the next time I broke in, out in highs, I remember thinking like, "This is gonna kill me, or it's not." And yeah. and and I don't in any way suggest to children. So my son suffers from anxiety. We've gotten him help early, and uh, and I think I'm in a unique position, still suffering from extreme anxiety. And it's funny that even like my closest friends, like you, wouldn't know that about me because not I do. I, I work so hard to control it, and so. Um, I mean, you know, well. Truthfully, it's not like you don't have a lot going on. Like, no, no, that's true. Well, so you know, that's another point, right? So, like, my my wife and I were having a, a conversation the other night because I was really stressed about about this cookbook and about some other things. About this podcast? And no, uh, but she was like, we were we were stressed. I was stressed, and she was telling me that I need to take on less. I need to take on less. And, and I told her, I said, she was like, you know, you know, you just know that in the end, it's gonna it's gonna be bad for your anxiety. And I and I told her, I'm like, the thing about me is. Everything is bad for my anxiety. So if like a coping mechanism for me in my life is that I plow through it. And for me, if I turn things down, so I'm also super claustrophobic. And there was a time in my life, like early in my, in my run here with, as a chef, where like I would deliver catering into the city and then there would be an elevator and I would leave early. I would like leave extra time so that I could go up the stairs and it got to a point in my life where I was doing enough catering and I was going to buildings that were a hundred, you know, that were 30 floors. I, I just, so I, I've developed, like, I basically hold my breath in, a, in an elevator. Like, it terrifies me. But 
I do it, you know, and, and, and it does get, and this is one thing I teach my son is that every time I overcome something, I put it in my back pocket. I put it in my back pocket. So the next time that like I'm, that, the anxiety is never going to go away. I'm always going to see it and be terrified, but I can put it in my back pocket and know, like, I can tell myself rationally, like, I know I get through this. Right. So anyway, so the point is like, for me, you know, a combination of being a responsible person and also my anxieties. First thing I do every morning is I check all my bank accounts and credit card accounts. And it's helped because like I've caught things before. Like I've called the credit Negative card. Negative 38. <laughs> huh? Negative 38, I said. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I've called the credit card. Yeah, that's like you're I've called the credit card companies before. Not if I knew it was coming. Um, I've called the credit <laughs> card companies before to tell them like to, I, caught, I caught what happened before they flagged it. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, one of, one of my company credit cards, uh, somebody used, used the number in Seattle, Washington to buy like a $5,800 part for a BMW at a dealership. And I was like, how the hell did that not flag? No like, shit. like, I don't own that car. Yeah. I don't, don't live, live in that in area. <laughs> like, right. And they bought it. They did it in the store. So I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. So anyway, um, so, so this morning. Was it this morning? Was it like super late last night? I checked and um, and like all of a sudden I just get like pinged that uh, it just like jumps out that like Apple, 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 all these purchases from Apple, and they're like two ninety nine, one ninety nine, three ninety nine, one hundred and seventeen dollars, one hundred and twenty one dollars, fourteen ninety nine, seventeen ninety nine, two bucks, one hundred and twenty seven dollars. Fuck is going on here, right? So I I, I click on them. See this code? I like jump into my email. I find like receipts that are like going to junk. I go into it. Yo, my son's iPad is linked to my Apple ID. And he's playing video games. And he's, and he's, he's making in app purchases. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. So I look at it. I'm like, how the hell did I never notice this before? Well, I look, and it's because I had had uh, a balance on a PayPal account of mine that was linked to my Apple ID, apparently. And, like, I just – I had taken money in from somebody on a PayPal account for something, yeah, yeah, right. and I just left it there. So, so it wasn't hitting my credit card, so it wasn't alerting exactly. me, so I wasn't catching it. So I jump in that. How much money do you think? Oh, God. Well, the, the thing with PayPal, too, they'll let you run up a balance, so it's not uh, – how, how much money do three, you think? Three fifty. Three three hundred and fifty dollars dollars Yeah. yeah. $2,100? Yeah. you my seven-year-old son spent $2,100 on in-app in Why didn't you tell me this before I saw him? I would have, I would have, don't know because I know that he suffers from anxiety. So this no, morning. I would have, like, congratulated Even him. saying something would fuck it up. So, oh, all right. so this morning, I'm thank God I didn't say something to you. So this morning, like, I come into his room, and I was like, hey, yeah, can we he talk? he doesn't know, though. Huh? He doesn't know. He does know. So, th- listen. I mean, he know, no, he knows, he, he knows he's buying stuff, but he doesn't know, like, how. He does. So, so it was. So I come into his How room. How important? I mean, so I come into his room. dollars is important. So I come into his room and I was like, "Are you sure it was all from him?" Yeah. So I, so I, I dug into it. But th- so that's why I wanted to talk to him was because I was like, if if he had made some purchasing and then somehow this got hacked into and someone had my card number right, and then right. they're purchasing right. So I sit down with him and yeah, I'm like, like, my son's seven and, I, like this is like before. So he's learning remotely. So, but um, and we were both gonna be home for the day. So I thought, like, okay, I, I walked and I closed the door behind me. He gets, like, super embarrassed by things. So I didn't want to embarrass him. And um, 
Like if he knew I was telling the story, it would fuck him up. But so I, I don't think in. he's gonna listen to the podcast. Don't worry. Uh, oh my, you'd be surprised. Like that's the thing is like yeah, it's tough because you don't have kids. It's tough because you don't have kids. But like seven isn't what you think it is. Like my son listens <laughs> to shit. Like he. No, I know what yeah, seven is. Um, Trust me. So anyway, so I walked in and he goes, I was like, hey, can we talk? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, all right. I was like, I'm not trying to embarrass you. Like, please, can we have a conversation? I'm like, have you been making purchases in, in like in-app purchases? And he was like. Um, n- no. I'm like, all right. I'm like, well, look, can I just show you this thing? Because th- there was purchases made, and I need to know if it was if it was you or if it was something else. He just like throws his blanket over his head. He's like, let's not talk about it. He's like, I'll stop. I'll just stop. And I said, I said, what? You'll stop? Like, but you'll stop what? Because I thought, like, is he saying he's going to stop playing the game? That's not what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'll stop making purchases. And I was like. Okay, hold on. So were you making purchases yet? But you know you're not supposed to. I know. All right, Adley, do you know how much money this was? And now he's in tears. Like, he's bawling. Yeah, right. I'm like, do you know? And I'm like, at the time, I thought it, I, I'd caught 1000 so far. So I was like, because this is before I caught. This was just last night. Like, so it only flagged because he went so crazy. So, and it's not, by the way, so, so there's a reason I'm telling the story on here. is because, like, fuck these companies, right? So, like, it, if you look, so... No grown adult plays these games that my son's playing. Yeah, obviously. So if you look at what, what they're is, charging, what is that, by the way? this one was called like In the Water 2, like stupid shit. Yeah. But like if you look at these games, right? Yeah. You, the I, thing that I, makes I, me the I, most angry is that the same quality of in-app purchase can be $199 and, and $117. So that's just fucking, they're trying to take advantage of kids. Like, right. So in other words. Uh, yeah, I was going like, to say $117. That's like. No. But dude, when I say, so, yo, that no, so, so no bullshit. $1.99 was a purchase for like this like coin thing. Yeah, yeah. And then $117 was access to all the trucks in the game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like they're just trying to catch a kid clicking a button whose fun. dad's permission isn't on. And what happened was I had given Adley a tablet. His tablet had broken. So I gave him a tablet that was older. That yeah. was from the that was from the company yeah, and, we had and so it was just linked to my Apple ID. Yeah. And I thought that was great because I was like, cool, it's linked to my Apple ID. I can see all the shit he's on. Yeah. So like when he takes photos, they pop up my phone. So like I'm aware of all the stuff he's doing. I didn't know that I hadn't set the permissions. It didn't occur to me that he had access because his other stuff, like, he can't make purchases without a password. Right, right, right. So and my point is like, fuck these companies that oh. catch you sleeping and like if it was all $5 purchases and I rang up a bill for 1000 I'd be beside myself in a tough position in a pandemic, really hurting, yeah. but I'd eat it. I'd be like, fuck me as a parent for not controlling it. When I looked at it and I'm like, fuck your predatory ass for like yeah, for having a, two, Sounds like you for having a like- $2 purchase. And oh, dude, 100, one was 189 And I looked at it and I'm like... It's like, what you buy an entire Michael Jackson there's catalog? This, there's yeah? this other game that they're getting them for nine ninety nine a week for this game and like he must have you know he probably downloaded it i said to him at one point i'm like after we got through it a lot of crying a lot but i told him like bro i'm not yelling at you i'm not telling you can't play he was just so embarrassed but i was like and i try to teach him about money so i was explaining to him like how many months of of car payments this was equating to and i said to him at one point i'm like he's like i'll I'll give you the money and i said because he's like he has like his piggy bank i'm like adley everything in this room isn't combined worth what what this what these purchases were, and I said to him like I'm not blaming you. You need to know that what these games are built to do is get you to click on something. Yeah. 
because you don't know better than to spend – like, to you, what's $189? So it occurred to me because it was going through the PayPal. He started doing this about three months ago, it looked like. And the first time he did it – Money came out of your PayPal balance. No one said anything to him. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Next time he going. did it, no one said anything to him. Right. If you're seven, you start to think, like, maybe it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, either oh, A, maybe, maybe this isn't real. Because I said, I said, did you know this cost money? He said, I knew it cost money. He said, I didn't know whose money it cost. Yeah, yeah of course. So, like, that's the thing is, like. I mean, he, he's seven. It's right, he's seven. He's seven. It didn't occur that. to him <laughs> that it was coming from me. And so, like, he just lost a tooth today. He told me today. He's like, Dad, whatever. $2,100 tooth, tooth He said, whatever the tooth fairy gives me, he's like, I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> I said, listen, I'm going after the How predators. How much is a tooth fairy paying right now? What's so, the going rate? I don't know. I, I know my tooth fairy gives a dollar. So a dollar, me, yeah, right. To me, it's like, I know people. Know the cost of a dollar. Yo, these are the things. Oh, I know, I know, yes. You have a lot of friends with kids? Yeah, of course. Well, so, I mean, you, you know what the friends I have. Yeah. I don't have a lot of friends, so. So that's the thing I was like, <laughs> I was trying to figure out. So everyone's different, like so different. When you're out here and like you're making friends like because they're friends with your kids and yeah, shit like yeah. that, you start to learn, like you start to meet people that are different. Last, and, like, didn't last grow I heard up, was like, 10, I think it was 10. A kid lost a tooth a couple weeks ago. It was like $10. I'm like, $10. So I just feel like, $10. so I just feel like I don't know if I know that friend or not, but like to me. I look at it like this. There are people who, like, there are people who are grounded, and then there are people that aren't. So it's like, if somebody told me they gave their kid $10, you know me well enough to know. If I met them the day before, we're like this. I'm telling them, I'm telling them fuck is wrong with you. Your crazy. kid doesn't know what money is. Right. A dollar is all the same. They give them $10 to tell their friend in the next discussion about how much it's worth. Like, it's $10 in my house. Are you stupid? Like, your kid doesn't know what money Listen, is. Give him a quarter. I've tried to bribe tell your him, kids. Give him a quarter. Tell him it's better than a dollar. I've tried to bribe your kids to, like, you know, eat something for, like, whatever. And they won't do it because... Because they have integrity? Because <laughs> they don't do shit for oh, yeah. money? Oh, yeah. Uh, try this honey mustard, and uh, I'll give you $10 if you try this honey mustard. And they say no. Kid, I'm trying to teach you about life. You take that $10 and try the honey mustard. No. Hell no. I don't want you teaching my kids to take money for stuff. Yeah, right. You, you made your kid eat anything when he was, like... Four months oh, old. I expect him to eat anything. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah. not paying him for it. Like, yeah, but what, why, why do you care if I pay him? Look, because I don't want you dictating to my children what they eat. I don't. He has a and choice. And I don't want them learning. He has a choice. Get $10 or have his honey my mustard. My son's not whoring himself out for your honey mustard bullshit. Well, yeah, you know what's funny? When Adley was two and a half, I have a picture of him eating a chicken's head. Like like the head of a chicken. And now, like, he won't eat, like, he won't eat chicken. Like he, <laughs> he, he, he says, I don't eat pork. Like, are you religious? Yeah, uh, say. What happened? Yeah, you made him eat anything when he was a kid. I expected hey, them to. I still do. You hungry? I still expect them to. All right, eat. go to bed hungry then. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm old school. Not, I mean, I'm not a tough guy with my kids, but I do believe in like teaching them some certain, like, certain things. And, like, no, I, don't, I just don't want to raise, I just don't want to raise spoiled kids. And there are a lot of times that I do think my kids are spoiled. Yeah. And then I'm I like. Mean, but the problem is this. Like when we took them to Disney spoiled. for the second time. And like my four-year-old now has been, had been to Disney twice. And is sitting there telling me like how she needs blah, blah, blah. That's you, for you. You kind of fucked that That's shit. That's for you. You kind of fi- fucked that shit up too. Yeah, by giving them gift cards, I know. Yeah, fuck the whole thing up. But Oh, dude, people are looking in the window at us. But the truth is, going to Disney with your kids, especially at this age. That, well, when Adina was little more so. It's for you. You get those memories. You know how no, happy I mean, they honestly, were. No, I mean, honestly, for me, happy yeah, but they? the memory, right, well, that's the memory. The memory is how happy they are. Yeah. So. It's not, what does it really matter? I mean, it's not like they're going to grow to be, like, you know, shitty adults because you took them to Disney when they're seven. Probably, I hope not, man. Likely, You'd be surprised. Likely, You'd be surprised, bro. 
that they might grow up to feel the way you do about politics. Uh, how do I feel about politics? <laughs> Listen, when you said that uh, you and you like the one Democrat, I guess, that says, oh, I, I support this. I'm not a Democrat. Everything I'm not a Democrat. One liberal? Registered in, I'm, would you consider me liberal? I voted in the, uh, I'm, I voted in the, the Democratic primary. I believe that. Um, yeah, because uh, I've not, you you're that. in Massachusetts, you don't want to be part of the Republican primary. No, because, listen. My Did vote, you vote in the Democrat vote, primary the last time? Um, I might have. I was very anti-Hillary, so probably. Listen, by the way, here's what I think, not to go back to this, but. I think the Democrats did fuck up. They should have ran Biden four years ago when he was not senile. They, they wanted him to run four years ago. He chose well, not to. His son had just died. Like, it was, it was a right, tough situation. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. But they ran Hillary. Yeah. Uh, but, like, that was his time. Like, you know, after the Obama presidency when he's the vice president. Like, no, I know. Um, but do you know how few vice presidents have ascended to being president? It's like six or seven. Okay. I looked it up the other day. Hmm. And, and, and of them. Never, all, never after the fact. Like, fours. Uh, no. No, like Nixon. So Nixon lost. Yeah, right. To Kennedy, and then won. So, so Nixon. Yeah, so I think Biden's the second. Nixon was a vice president. What's up? Nixon wasn't vice president though. Yeah, he was. Oh, for Eisenhower. Yeah. Was yeah, it right. Eisenhower? I think it was Eisenhower. So I know that Nixon was the first vice president to win an elect to become president, not immediately after. Like so, he so so just like Biden, he had a gap. Um, was Eisenhower the president right before Kennedy? He was, right? Yeah. That's the, it's so funny. Like, that's the time period for me. And I, ironically, when TV switches to color, Nick, uh, Kennedy's no, the first one in color. To TV. Right, to no, TV. TV yeah. yeah, to TV. But, but, like, no, to color. No, to TV. That was the first presidential debate on TV. Nixon, um, Kennedy. Definitely? Yes. I think it was in the first one in color. No. Because when did TV start, Corey? TV started at 48. Is that right? It's not, yeah. Um, so but yeah, people on the radio thought Nixon won. People on TV thought Kennedy won. Yeah, that's uh, you know, I mean, it was 1960. So, I mean, they had color. Listen, you know, we had HD, and and like when TV started, HD was actually a thing. But they, I mean, we just didn't have the ability to like push it to every house. But you could have broadcast an HD back then. Um. But I, yeah, I mean, Kennedy was so dynamic, right? And political royalty, and come from a powerful family. Yo, you want to hear something hilarious? So the first presidential debate. So ironically, so you know, Adley, uh, people will say like, oh, like Adley Stevenson, and I'm like, who the hell is Adley Stevenson? Adley Stevenson was the Democrat that ran against Eisenhower. All right. So no chance. Correct. No shot. But so the first televised presidential debate was four was in 1956, but it wasn't oh, at, but TV's it was with surrogates. No, it was with surrogates. Oh. So instead of Adley Stevenson and Dwight How uh, Dwight Eisenhower, uh, Eleanor Roosevelt and Margaret Chase Smith debated instead. So actually, the first ever presidential debate. Oh, I'm not watching these women debate. Was women, right? No That's way. interesting, isn't that cool? Um, but um, but anyway, so 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 my point is just, isn't it? It's just like it's an interesting part of American history that we go. Like I think of Eisenhower as so much 
as pre-modern era in a weird way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of funny. Well, the thing about Eisenhower is he was ahead of his time, right? And everything that he, like, literally said came true. He, he, he worried about, in 1955, he gave a speech about the military-industrial complex. Like, we should never not be prepared for war again, right? If, if a Hitler comes to power, we need to be prepared to defend ourselves and defend the world. What if they're on our side? Yeah, no, it, it's true. But we have, but we can't just do it at the expense of you know giving the military industrial complex an unlimited budget. Yeah, that's what we did. Literally, like we've done that. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not coming back. Like this, and this is again where I hate. All right, here's where you want me starting to, to bore me to the hate, hell out of okay, me. Okay, you want me to hate Trump though? The number one thing I'm uh, Trump did wrong. Number one, you know Edward. You know who Edward Gallagher is? No, I'm. No. Okay, Edward Gallagher literally killed Iraqi citizens. Like, just straight up killed people. That's fucked up. Sounds bad. And he pardoned them. Okay. Like, I, I, he should have gone impeached for that, I think, in my opinion. Like, that that was an actual scandal, I think. You know okay, what I mean? like, when you say shit like this, I'm like, all right, let me learn. That's all right, cool, but that, that's interesting. That, that's an actual, like, that, that's fucked up. He had, like, eight Marines testified against him in court. You know what I mean? Like, he was, like, he was a fucking murderer. You know what I mean? And, and he got pardoned. It's like, all right. But you got to ask yourself, like, why did Trump pardon him? Because uh, military, military, military. I rebuilt the military, blah, 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 blah. He's a narcissist. But if eight, other, if eight Marines testified against this guy, then this guy wasn't popular with the military. No, exactly. Exactly. It's the you know who he was popular with, that guy? Yeah, Trump supporters. And that says a lot. That's the beef yeah, that I have. Listen, listen. There's a million. That's number one on the trouble list. Trump spending money. That's number two on the list. There's a million things I hate Trump, Trump for. Trump, Trump is not a conservative. Trump did spend a lot Just of money. like Bush was not a conservative. Like, I, I didn't vote for George Bush. Our first, the first presidential election I ever could vote on, I voted for John Kerry. Did you? Yes. We met John Kerry together. Uh, we did. That's yeah. right. And, also, and then, like four not, years later, he stabbed me in the back with his anti-Israel stance. Not only that, the night of the election, I even went to Copley Square where he was going to have whatever. Okay? So, before you call me a bleeding heart, um, just know that I am all for conservative principles. Just, we don't have any conservatives. By the way, what do you mean your first ever election? We, we, vo- we voted in the Gore... W no, election. I was born in 83. What are you talking about? Yeah, I was born in 84. Yeah, you didn't vote in that. You were 16 years old. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Shit. So, so far, um, so what am I? Um, I think I'm like one for four. Trump was the first ever I voted for that one, I think. Yeah, so 2000. Yeah, I forgot. It's two, it goes 2000, then 2004. Yeah. That's right. But... I don't know. Biden's gonna win, and I'm yeah, that's right. I told John Kerry. That's right. When listen, I met him, I told him he was the first and guy. All I, I do, all, all you know, anybody conservative, all I tell them, listen. I, you think I'm scared of the Biden presidency? Like, no. I I do hope that uh, Republicans win one of those runoff seats in Georgia, because I do not want to, him to control every the House, Senate. You know, we'll be passing like no no gas at the gas station. You know, starting 2024. Um, <laughs> that you think that's not what they want. Like that's literally what who's the they the progressive yes I'm in that yeah, part. But, yeah Biden's not super progressive I don't think he is that's no. that's my point I don't think or Kamala I mean Kamala yeah, threw Kamala people in jail awesome. and laughed at laughed about it you know what I mean like it's I, I think they're just they're status quo right status quo can status I ask quo. a question do you watch status SNL quo. at all I know you don't but like right, I don't understand why they created this Kamala character like when she first. Was out of the Every running. Every time I watch it, it's not funny. It's it not funny. So, well, it's, it's weird. So, I just watched the episode from this past Saturday. I just watched it was last Chappelle night. Was Chappelle funny? Um, so, it's weird. So, I wasn't looking at Chappelle to be funny. He was actually kind of funny. But um, 
I mean, his speech in 2016 was so incredible. Have you you've seen that? Chappelle? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was just like, I'm curious to see how this goes. And you'd be happy with Chappelle's speech. Like, yeah, he, no, he, saw, spoke saw, moder- saw, he spoke I to moderates. He spoke to moderates. Because he was like, you, what do you guys think, think shit's going to be different? Like, you don't understand what we're I mad mean, about. Like, his point is like, what do you think? Like, because you got a different old white guy, things are different? Like, you guys think that. I don't think that. And, uh, and he was funny. He was kind of funny. He was in, like, one skit. Um it was kind of a funny skit. It wasn't that great. When they stay away from political topics, they're hilarious. Like, the best skit was they did, like, one that was, like, about Mario uh, Brothers' 35th anniversary. And, like, it was just, like, everybody talking about, like, where they were when Mario, like, when they first played Mario. And then, like, two, two like, young guys are, like, talking. And they're, like, yeah, I remember we came home and, like, we were so excited and we, like, beat it. And he's, like, yeah, but remember, like, first, like, he, he talks about, like, a bike, bicycle accident where the dude, like, lost his nuts and like and and then he keeps saying he's like you remember like then you had to go to the hospital remember they had to take your nuts from like and the kid's like no what are you talking about he's like yeah remember that you said like it's smooth down there and like and then they keep coming back to um uh keenan and keenan's like uh he's like can i please not go after these guys like i don't want to talk about mario after that disturbing story and like the whole skit is hilarious when they stay away from just like making the joke being the current political situation, yeah. it's pretty funny. They just, they think too much of their humor. So what I was asking about Kamala was when she was first like eliminated or when she first got out of, got, got out of the uh, primary race, SNL like revived, like ter- brought her in as a, as like a character, yeah. like their Maya character. Rudolph. Yeah. Maya Rudolph. And the character was just like that. She shows up like towards the end of all the debates, with, like a big glass of wine in her hand being like, mama's got a glass of wine. But I didn't understand the character because, like, Kamala's not a drunk. Like, she's not, like, a party girl. Like, she was an ADA and a DA for a long time. Yeah, she right. was, a, like, attorney general. Like, I was like. She's also with Willie Brown. Right. Like, I, I didn't understand the character. And it's just that, like, that's the thing I just want to ask sometimes, like, to these SNL writers. Like, what is the character? Like, and then now you're, like, turning her into, like, now you got to bring her back a little bit more serious because she won because now, like, you're behind her as an empowerment. But you turned her into a drunk. Yeah, Like, right. for no reason. Like, why was the joke that Kamala Harris was a drunk and that she was just all, like, mama's going to drink a glass of wine? Like, why? I didn't get the, well, I didn't I, get the I, humor. I'm kind of interested to see how this all goes, right? Now that every, every late-night host... They got to come up with uh, new jokes, right? Trump's not on the radar. Let's say, dude, Baldwin what, is so pissed, probably. What if um, he's a? Well, can I still be on? Can, so, I, can we still talk about so me all the time? Let's say Trump just holds rallies just because, right? Which he might. He might, right? But here's here's where you can't get mad at him, Avi. If you're fucking whoever, CNN or Fox News or whoever, why do you have to cover that? You don't have to cover that, right? These, I think these companies are in for a little bit of a rude awakening when they realize that Trump was good for their business. Like, nobody's watching MSNBC to hear about, uh, I don't know, the fucking, the thing that Joe Biden does correctly. Hate is good for ratings, right? And everybody hate watched because they hate Trump. It's, it's, it's not changing. Here's the other thing about the election. Last thing I want to say about the election. Okay. You know, you heard about the only demographic group that voted less for Trump this time than four years ago? No. White males. Every other group voted for him in larger numbers. Black males, black women, Latino men, Latino women. Yeah. And, it, like, so when, you know, MSNBC I did see that white women vote for Trump, like, whoa. 
White women? I mean, everybody but white males. They're the only group that didn't vote for So I can't, I can't explain black males. I can explain Latino males because there's, there's a bump in some, of, in some areas of the country. Miami. It will, in Miami, it will skew that way because they fled socialism. They fled so- socialism. But then, but then, like, the media, like... Do you know what the Democrats need to learn? And then, like, we should probably just wrap up before we just become a political show. But, um... By the way, I'm looking forward to talking more sports going forward and food and stuff like that now that the election well, yeah, exactly. will be done. But, um... What about COVID? And COVID, yeah, right. But, um, I'm looking forward to not talking about COVID someday. Wait, you want to talk about Alex Cora? I'm sure, yeah, hey. Actually, I do have opinions on that. But, uh, so on the... But, but just to the point of... No, what the Democrats need to learn how to do is they need to learn how to raise the floor without trying to lower the ceiling. In a global economy, it means taking more from outside of our country and not trying to just redistribute here. And then the other thing that they really, really badly need to learn how to do is they need to accept that the thing that everyone, especially immigrants like my father, love about this country is the promise of, of opportunity. And so if you, if, you, if you look at someone who's poor and you say what that person wants is stability today in exchange for opportunity, you're wrong. Right. That person's willing to be, be willing to starve with the idea that someday they'll have, they'll have a lot. Like a good- if you offer them, hey, do you want mediocrity? Hey, do you want like a really, really like low-level happiness? They would say, no, I, I'll, I'll keep shooting for the stars. That's the American way there, in a weird there's way. There's a good percentage of... Of Democratic voters, I'm, and maybe not here, but throughout the country, definitely in Oregon, shit, who think capitalism equals bad, right? Is anybody out there watching want a beer? By the way, I've got beers. Capitalism is bad. I'm celebrating. I put my uh, manuscript in today. At, uh, liberal Avi. Liberal Avi. Does he think that? Does Liberal Avi think what? I'm sorry, I was worrying Cap- about inviting people for beers. Capitalism is bad. No, yeah, Avi Shemto that owns five businesses thinks capitalism. But there's no, a, there's I, a I don't very good percentage bad. of Democratic voters who think that's true, though. That's that's the that's the I greatest. Honestly, the, that's I'm going to be honest with you. I, right I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. In I, Oregon, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Oregon. Let me be clear. Let me let me be clear. I, I oscillate because I think providing opportunity in exchange for hard work has its appeals. I will say. That I, I do struggle at times with the idea that like ambition sometimes curiosity killed the cat and ambition might kill me, and the reality is that capitalism, pure capitalism, if it could work, I'm I'm probably could work like I mean it's worked for centuries. It depends on your definition of worked, man. Like, what do you mean? I mean, you started from the bottom, now we're here. Who started from the bottom and now where are we? America. We didn't. We weren't even a country. Right, but capitalism. So it's weird, right? Listen, like I we're, we're one of the greatest countries in the world. Maybe, hopefully, the well, greatest. Live here in China, and we have right? extreme poverty. Like, we have children starving in this country. Listen, there's eight million problems. I. I yeah, but that's but why children starving is a big one, though. The number one problem. It shouldn't happen. I mean, we, we should. And capitalism we, creates that without social no, no, programming. No, no, no. Yes, because if you're born in, if you're so born as somebody, you're born as somebody that doesn't that doesn't have or doesn't do. Then you blame the government for that. The government should be helping those people. 
Did, sure, I, but that's not a de- that's not a capitalistic uh, premise. Okay, I, it's not. Okay, either way, I mean. No, but it's not. So you're sitting here arguing in favor of capitalism, and then quickly saying that the government you think should. What people don't starve under communist regimes? Oh, I didn't. So communism and capitalism are, are not the only two options. Uh, okay, okay. What democratic socialism? I mean, I kind of like democratic socialism. What I like is I would love democratic regulated capitalism. That's what I would like. I think capitalism That's should exist, but let's let's now. ensure the floor. Agreed, but if we would all fight in that direction. You and I had a, a heated argument on this podcast less than a, you know almost a year ago where you said everyone believes blank blank blank. No, not everyone believes that every child in America right. should eat. Every, if we could get there, yes, I'll be no, conservative. No, no. I'll be conservative because I'll tell you what, if we just said, "Hey man, you deserve a better house and a better car than me because you work harder and you're smarter than me." But hey, Avi's kids can have something to eat, and everybody going to school gets breakfast. Dope. I'm with you. I'm behind you then. Yeah. Well, okay. When I say but that has to exist. When I say everybody, I that mean has to not exist. the 10% on each side. Okay. Okay. The 80% in the middle. Cool. But we need to be able to create a platform by which all those 80% feel empowered to be the majority instead of sit here and think like, because there are just things that we should all believe okay, but are then, true. But then when it's when it's stuff like that, right? This kid's starving, right? But then we're gonna hear we're gonna hear um, bills you know being thrown about now like um, uh, pay for people's college right or, or get rid of college debt right no 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 we have kids starving we have kids that don't graduate high school those need to be solved way before we talk about people's college debt being erased it, like they're just problems that are are just made up to appease people so I do agree with you wholeheartedly that we should fix There's child hunger problems. before we fix. There's college a, debt. I agree with that. Uh, what about every kid got But the problem is that some of it – no, I agree there too. But the problem is that some of that goes hand in hand. Like the issue is that if somebody stays in poverty because of their student debt, they may be the folks that then have children who can't get breakfast. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but so – I mean, but you can't – So the question is where know. along the process you fix it. I mean, how many how – many, um, Starving children compared to uh, come from college-educated households rather than the other way around. I will say I do think that's a huge overlooked problem is that is that we have – we are a nation that has poverty with quali- very qualified people. Like we – qualified is a really fucked up way to say that because everyone's qualified to not be impoverished. Uh, we have folks – no, with credentials, with credentials that aren't earning, and that's a problem. And by the way, you know, like no one talks about it, but and again, no one talks about it. But social workers get paid dirt, and like that's stupid. That's a bad system. Like, why do social workers get paid dirt? They have ma- they need master's degrees in a lot of cases, oh, yeah. and make thirty five thousand dollars a year. Um, that's a backwards. So like when we're talking about like line cooks, like we talk about line cooks and how we want to raise the minimum wage. Cool, I'm with it. Like uh, personally. I don't want to see the minimum wage raised because as an employer who works really, really hard to keep all of his people earning above minimum wage, like even when they start, like high school kids even, um, I want to see my people's money go a long way. So like I don't want to see you encroach, you know, touching their right. $20, $25, whatever it is, yeah. by coming up behind them with 15 But line but cooking here in Sharon Mass is not the same as, as in Oklahoma. Or, right, agreed. But – but even, but, but, but even more importantly, I'm just saying, like, if we looked at it, social workers make less money than line cooks. And how the hell does that make sense? Like, that, but the reason is because they're not part of capitalism. Right. The answer is, like, no one is actively, ch- like, charging money for those services because their clientele 
isn't in a position. Like, by definition, when a social worker is involved, it, there's no luxury there. Well, so, so, I mean, there's private companies too, but... But that, but at that point, you're not really doing "quote unquote" direct service. Like when you go private, like that, there's private nonprofits. Yeah. But even then, they're nonprofits. Like, and that's the world my mom has been in forever. Yeah. Like the point is, like the end user is not somebody. Like you won't find me. There's therapists who are qualified to be social workers that make money on the private side. Yeah, yeah. There's there's all kinds of social workers involved and stuff. But like, no one is actively calling a social worker and spending money with them. And because of that, because they're outside of the capitalist system, right, like no one even seems to care that social workers make absolute dirt. Right. Um, so I do think and these, like, these are things about, When you talk about doing God's address. work. Yep, God's work. Social worker is like. It's crazy, dude. Number one. Yeah, I mean, I'm biased because my mom is I, a social I mean, worker. I know but, social workers. Yeah, they, but, it, but it is really God's work. And, like, it is, it's, it's fascinating that. So, anyway, we should probably get wrapping up. Um, what, right. uh. So, uh, Patriots win tonight. Yeah, I mean, Pat, I... They cover 10? I think Pats have a coming out party over, tonight. Over 41 points? Uh, Joe, mm. Joe, Joe against that defense? Oof. Oof. Wait, is it... No, no. So, the, the defense is going to have a good night tonight. You think so? Yeah, yeah the Jets are going to be like 20... They're going to be like 22 or less points. The Pats... 22 is a lot. Yeah, but the Pats are going to put up like 35, 40 points tonight. They're going to have a coming out party. It's You're going to have uh, – what's his name there? The, the kid, the wide receiver that should have been in all last year too. Um, Gunner? No, no, no. Nikhil uh, Harry? I no. Don't know if he's always- no, the kid I said was better than Nikhil Harry last year, uh, last week. Oh, Jacoby Myers. Uh, Jacoby Myers is going to have a great game, two touchdowns or whatever. Uh, Cam's going to throw for a few. It's going to be exciting, and it's going to be juxtaposed against what Brady did last night, and we're going to get a whole week – that's the exact opposite of last Should year, right? We're going to get, like, a whole, like, a whole, like, Cam's on top of the world. Oh, Should about, they sign him? Like, oh, it's like just going to go like this all year. Jimmy G's hurt again, so it's like, oh, that's going to be You know Jimmy thing. G's a free agent? Next? Yeah, he's got no guaranteed money left. Hey, he's not technically a free agent. Right, they're going to cut him, though. I mean, you I think hope. so? Dude, imagine if we, ended up, if we ended up with Jimmy G. That would be some It'd be whatever, then. It'd be whatever, then. I know, but I know a lot of people that are like, fuck Jimmy G. He's already injury prone, blah, blah, Which, I mean, he he gets hurt a lot. NFL quarterbacks are injury prone. We had one that played for two decades without being hurt. But, like, let's be clear. NFL quarterbacks are injury prone. That's like, especially, like, you know, you want someone who can run a little bit. But then you see, like, Dak, like, his ankle literally fall off. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't know anything about it. Yeah, it's like, fuck. Cowboys got to give him his money, right? Yo, by the way, I can't believe they didn't—they didn't take Brady out last night. They just let him get fucking teed off every. It's like, dude, take him the fuck out of the game. Do you see that position where he got sacked three plays in a row? One got brought back for penalty. Penalty but like by the same guy. Yeah, Hendrickson. The same guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, Who looked like Chase Winovich? Um, By the way, soft against the run. By the way, huh? He's not. Who is it? Chase. He played like six snaps last week. I think. Yeah. Soft against the run. Cut your hair. <laughs> That's the conservative in me. Yeah, cut yeah. your hair. <laughs> um, I just say cut their hair because like I don't understand NFL players wanting more no, places. It's to about be branding, you know. But yeah, it's, like it. brand- it's cool. It, like, you it's, know what I mean? It's cool. Do you, Chase? Do you, Chase Winovich? I saw uh, Dietrich Wise. He has like he's wearing his hat on his Zoom call the other day with the Patriots. He says, "Wise up." I'm like, yeah, he's got his brand. Go, you know, Edelman, JE11. You know what I mean? Like, JE11 brand is corny because it's literally like, a playoff yeah. of t- no, a TV no, I 12. Think I'm pretty sure. Brady's suing it for copyright infringement. Is that true? <laughs> oh. So the best part is that he's JE11, and, like, that was only kind of cool when he was next to TB12, and now he's just, like, G11. Oh, G11. Uh, uh, is that French? G11. Um, uh, Kim was wearing a uh, 
Edelman had or something the other day, I think. I'm like, look Cam at this guy. Cam just seems like a cool dude, man. He does. He does. Like, Cam seems so like a good teammate. You know, he doesn't say, like, Alabama, too. I always like that, too. Like, like, what do you mean? Like, that other football team. Because he went to Florida and Auburn. Yeah, yeah. He fucking hates Yeah, he was Alabama. at Florida for, like, like a yeah. cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, I mean, he. Well, wait, he was there when Tebow was there, right? Uh, is that right? Yeah, I think Probably. Cam won. Like a, I think Cam technically he won, won a national job. championship. No, oh. I think he technically won a national championship there. I think he was technically part of the team that won a national championship. Like I think he was there when Hernandez was there and everything. Oh, uh, like Chris Leak here? Um, no. Let's look that up. I mean, or well, no, it'd be Tebow's second championship then. Yeah, that makes sense. But it doesn't make sense that he'd be on the team when they won the championship. Though. No, no, he he wasn't still on the roster when they like won the championship. He started the year with the team, but like he was on that team technically. Yeah, I yeah. think um, that makes sense. Cam Newton, Florida. Um, I mean, listen, I hope he he's going to pass tonight. They should be able to run the ball. Damian Harris should be a beast. Okay. Yep. But again, Have you seen I what his kids' names are? Cares. Nobody nobody cares about tonight. Have you seen what his kids' names were? Yeah, yeah. Look, there's him and Tebow. Yeah. yeah that yeah. might not be the year they want it, but yeah. 2015. Um, um, but they did. I mean, everybody's already written off the In 2015, pass, they, were, they were both in the NFL. That was just, <laughs> that's when the picture was from, bro. I mean, that's when the article was um, everybody, Everybody's already written off the pass, though. So I do kind of like it. The problem is, fucking now Miami's good with Tua and shit. Yep. It's like... It, you, saw, you know, you saw the AFC standings, fucking Buffalo, Miami, and then it's like Patriots are like distant third. It's not even like yeah, really agreed. close right now. But a lot of season left. Seven teams make the playoffs. I, I'm not writing them off. It's all about next week against Baltimore. I mean, if they lose tonight or whatever, obviously it's over. But I'm more interested, too, to see. Do you remember how bad the Ravens mollywopped the Patriots last year? I do. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right. Can we stop, like, Lamar Jackson? I, I just want to see how that plays out. Because, again, I have faith that Cam will get to 24 points. Every week, I, ha- I, f- I have faith that Cam will get to 24 points every single week. Okay? So, if you get to 24, now it's up to your D. That's the way I look at it. And he'll, he'll get to 24. Tonight? He, I mean, no, tonight, no. Yeah. In general, I think he, he'll get to 24 every week. Let's hope so. All right, cool. Are we done? Uh, we are done. Heat in the kitchen. All right, it was heat in the kitchen. Episode Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. <laughs> no, it's episode like 17 or some shit.